joyous last show of the year. Ho, ho, homeless. Like anybody. It was so fun to play with in the shower. Like, I probably wasted 10 minutes just playing with the booger. And Dawn. When it becomes my turn, right after you say Dawn, just hit the buzzer. Don't even ask me the question. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. Well, it sounds like Dawn was nice and cheery for the uh, Rad Holiday quiz before uh, vacation. <laughs> Did you win? Damn, that's right. You weren't here. No, I wasn't here oh on the last gosh, day. Yeah. No, I didn't win. No. Who won? I won by, I had 20 points. That's, oh my God, that's Whoa. right. Yeah. He I, kicked, that's right. He kicked our asses. Is that because you were able to cheat because nobody was watching you in there? <laughs> no, no. Actually, I, I had Ian in studio watching because he was taking your, your spot for the day while you were out in New York and... um. I didn't cheat. I just listened to all the old best of Christmas quizzes so I could play them over the holidays. So it was all fresh in my mind. Ah, It's Ian from Tech to You, our buddy over there. Yes. For those that don't know. But yeah, I mean, like, there's never been a score like that in the history of our show taking quizzes. Nice. I mean, he killed us. Congratulations, Kyle. (laughs) Thanks. And Happy New Year, everybody. I know. It's finally. 2024, the Ooh. year of a presidential election, uh, which damn. I'm not even going to pay attention to. I have zero interest. I won't even vote this year. It just, it just seems, it seems like it's a waste of time. I feel like it's all, a circus. I yeah. I well, for, yeah. I won't watch anything unless there's something like entertaining. Yeah. If 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 Rob or you know someone reports that there's something entertaining that possibly could be seen with one of these debates or whatever the heck they do or interviews. I'll tune in for those. But yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that makes us bad Americans or just I am just completely soiled mm. on politics. Yeah. You know, I just I just am. Yeah. And, and are there good politicians out there? I'm sure they exist, but I feel like they don't get to the highest levels. Right. Right. Like there's a certain and, and maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like you reach a certain level in politics and you've sold your soul to the devil and yeah. and and no matter what good you wanted to do you're no longer allowed to do cuz they're all in bed together and i don't think they care about us the stuff i care about that i do vote on is local yes i absolutely Ab- get in the, the community i live in the town i live in i get involved and when i say involved i find out what's happening mm-hmm. and what to vote on thank you for that, clearing that up that to me i absolutely see change yeah good or bad that could happen if i'm if you don't vote in those areas yeah i mean the president yeah. can the, the the future presidents in those debates can say we're gonna have uh, uh soda machines and pizza for lunch every day at our <laughs> at our school <laughs> and you know they're they're not gonna yeah. hold to those promises they're just gonna say what you want to yeah. hear just yeah. to get rid of that that point but you're absolutely right with the local elections and Oof. and all those measures and everything that affects the community yeah. locally that is what i'll vote for 100 yeah um we're not going to talk about politics at all whatsoever. Well, um, and okay, if you couldn't, it, what's that? I said, okay, good. Cause I don't vote for anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and I honestly, I have always voted for a president Yeah, and in every presidential election. So I've, I've never not. So there's a point at which I, I start to look at what's the, the best evil of the two. Sure. Yeah. Right? And I, I, I would hope that I would do that at some point this year. So, <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. The, I mean, like, I, I don't know. There's this funny meme going on, not a meme, but one of those videos that comes out where it, it has like, um, and it, and it's not um, one-sided, right? It's, it's like neutral, but it's got like dead leaders in urns oh, wow. that they're still bringing <laughs> to do the votes. And it's like, well, what are you talking about? They're still here. Don't ignore them. Like, it's just really funny because all of our leaders are getting so old. <laughs> right. And we still roll them out. Yeah. We still have them 
vote on things when they don't even seem like they're comprehending where they're at. And so this comedian took it to the next level of even when they're in an urn, right? Like they're bringing them to votes. And you have to recognize them. Say hi to them. Uh, that's ridiculous. And I wouldn't be shocked if that was true. Um, it, it is a bad radio day, um, and it also is the first rad show of 2024. But as you can tell, there's no voice for Rob today. Um, so we have Rob's cardboard cutout in the guest chair. It's <laughs> like the perfect cutout because he looks so sick. He right? does, but he's I think he's just sick. sick of being taken, like this picture being taken of him for yeah. this cardboard cut, and also right, the like, shirt. Um, he's like, what am I doing? Yeah, exactly. Um, so apparently... The, the, there's this bad RSV uh, oh. situation going around. A lot of people are sick with this. And yeah. I was checking in with Rob over vacation pretty consistently because he had mentioned even before Christmas that he was dealing with this nasty yeah. thing. And he and Christina, his wife, were uh, tossing it back and forth. And uh, so there, he just needs some more time to to get well uh, with the RSV. It's no nothing to mess around with. No, it's mm-hmm. bad. And mm-hmm. like... Because, yeah, he and my husband, of course, my husband Gary played pool the whole time, mm-hmm. but would check in. And it's like, yeah, you know, he's still sick. And I was talking to my sister, my oldest sister yesterday. And when she picked that, oh, I'm like, she just sounded oh, awful. man. And I was like, oh, and she never gets sick. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. And um, I was like, she's like, yeah, John, that's my brother-in-law, her husband. He's been sick with this for a month. She finally made him go. Um, to the hospital, and they're like, he ended up with bronchitis. Jeez. Yeah. So they're treating that, but I'm like, talk about it being lingered. And uh, Pops, my father in law, he was in Arizona for three weeks over our vacation, and the whole time he was there, he was sick. Yeah. And he came back home, so it's going on four weeks for him mm-hmm. as well. So I'm just like, oh my God, stay yeah. away from me, people. Yeah, it sucks. And it's nothing <laughs> yeah. to mess around with because it can turn into a bronchitis or yeah. a, or a uh, pneumonia, even. But just that um, it lingers so long. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So uh, best wishes to Rob and Christina and yes. hope that he gets well soon. Uh, we're going to start with this email that we got to RAD at radradio.com from Bradley. Hey, Bradley. Welcome back, guys. Hope Woo-hoo. you had an awesome vacation. I'm looking forward to some bad. Bad radio today. Yes, we will do our best to do bad radio. <laughs> Two days. I always do bad radio, yeah. so I'm good. <laughs> did you did you have a good vacation? Oh, did you lovely. you did a non traditional Christmas, Dawn, right? That's what we called it because I mean we it's still decorated. I still did you know, all the baking and all the things mm. and, and some traditions, you know, on the actual holiday. But Gary and I it was like non traditional because we've been together twenty one years and I would say um, all those years except one, we traveled. So for 20 oh. years, we're always traveling at the holidays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, no, wait, see, my brain, that's not true. I'm sorry. Let me let me retract. Just getting started. Yeah. Wheels are turning. <laughs> for the majority of those years, we've always traveled. And if we didn't travel, then a bunch of family was at our house. So we've always been surrounded by family for the holidays, which is great and lovely and all of that. But this year, my husband just really wanted to, like, lay low Good. and go nowhere yeah. And and not have the big hoopla of a bunch of people at our house mm-hmm. staying there, right? Like we did have people over and, and celebrate that way with friends and it's and a lot of work stuff, to have people stay over. Yeah, yeah. So it was oh my God. Good. It was lovely. It was so relaxing. Did you watch the ball drop at midnight? <laughs> we were asleep at nine. <laughs> I don't even know. I think the last time Gary and I were awake on New Year's Eve was like four years ago. On one of our trips when we were out of town Mm -hmm. and our niece and nephew wanted to stay up late and we were like in the backyard they have one of those 
um, uh, the barbecue pits that you sit around and like we yeah, were doing fire pits wars oh, and yeah. all that and there were fireworks in the town that you could see nice in their house yeah so like yeah that took us to midnight yeah. and then we passed out yeah one that was we, like the last time we did not do anything we didn't go anywhere we we turned on the uh east coast feed so that yeah. our nine-year-old could watch the ball drop and go to bed yeah um and i, I don't remember anything after that I, I went to bed around midnight but i had to Whoa. go out i had to go out because uh, to the front of the house because my my girlfriend slash fiance went to uh, heard something outside yeah. and um more on the fiance thing later ooh, ooh. Uh, if it's news to you ah, so um, and so i had to go out in my robe and like look around and see if there was something going on so i missed the kiss yeah. at midnight oh no oh, yeah well we, we like to say we didn't miss it because it was nine but it was midnight you know on the east coast yeah exactly it's like happy new year yeah. yes all right good night yeah yeah i totally <laughs> totally failed on that that front and didn't get the kiss how about you kyle how was your vacation uh, my vacation was pretty good i uh, worked remotely by the ocean quite a bit so it was a nice. beautiful view nice. um pismo beach area central coast oh, so yeah. um it rained a little bit the first two weeks we were there but the last week it was gorgeous and uh, it was amazing um same thing with you guys on new year's I went to bed around 8.30. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and uh, I woke up to fireworks. Yes. We did a New uh, Year's yeah. kiss in bed, heard uh, the fireworks go off for about an hour, and then back to sleep we went. So nice. pretty uneventful. I, I am so grateful that our dog, Hank, does not get freaked out by that because we don't just hear fireworks, obviously, on 4th of July. Mm -hmm. It's like New Year's and some random days. Yeah. I don't know. There are people in our area that love fireworks. They, they, it's, they don't go off all the time, but sometimes it's just a random day. And I'm like, is there something special I don't know about? I, but those, they were going off constantly all night yeah, on New Year's. I've noticed that it, I, since since the pandemic and since we were all locked in the ho our houses, it seems like people were just looking for fun things to do and yeah, and i think that that fun. i think that's just carried <laughs> yeah. over now that yeah. life is some you know back to normal but people are still just shooting off cuz it's the same thing in my neighborhood you know m80s are going off yeah. all the time yeah. um, but the the new year's eve thing oh, uh, with the fireworks i had no idea that hawaii was so Dude. big on fireworks oh, really? for new year's mm -hmm. eve yeah so i spent uh, christmas uh, all the way from Christmas to New Year's Eve, but I didn't. I left on New Year's Eve, so I wasn't able to witness the the full scope of how Hawaii celebrates New Year's Eve. But from all the footage that I've seen, like the aerial footage, almost every house on the island is shooting off big ass fireworks wow. yes. at midnight, and it, so it sounds like a war zone. That that uh, is that's your place. Yeah, that, that's your spirit Kyle. animal, Kyle. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. So I moved out to Hawaii. <laughs> Back in 2015, and it was, uh, oh no, it was 2014, it was late. So then it was um, going into 2015. So it was, I, I left uh, early or late December. So as soon as I get there, first thing I'm greeted with is fireworks, like my second or third day in Hawaii. And it was amazing. Nice. I remember driving around and they all started as soon as the sun went down around seven o'clock and they didn't stop until probably two or three in the morning. And it was, <laughs> it was like Brandon was describing, it was a war zone. Oh and then gosh. I was like, what is going on here? Cause I don't even think they're legal out there. They're, oh, <laughs> they are. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So when I was staying there for Christmas, the week leading up to New Year's Eve, it was like they were all priming their, their firework displays. It was the pre-show. Yeah. Every single night there was like a shotgun 
it sounded like a shotgun was going off repeatedly yeah. throughout the night, so sleeping was nearly impossible. But you're in paradise, so who cares, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a, a huge lead up to that that day, and I wish I would love to go there and celebrate like that. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, before when I started hearing randomly throughout the year fireworks, yeah, you know what? That's so true because prior to COVID, I would only hear fireworks where we live, like, on 4th of July, mm-hmm. mainly, right? Yeah. And you're right, yeah, then after that, so the first time I was hearing it, I always thought it was, okay, gunshots or something, and just a lot of people have guns <laughs> where I live, and they'll just, they'll just like to Be-haw. target shoot or whatever, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking, I'm like, no, it's fireworks. Yep. Holy cow, yep. you just have them all year long. It's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, my vacation was was pretty good. Yeah, I, I left a day early to uh, for our holiday break, and like Kyle said, Ian stepped in to uh, run the Rad TV thing, and um, we were flying out to New York City that morning. So the like before the show even started on on that Friday, yeah, uh, we were getting into our first class seats and, and flying all the way out to uh, New York. We had a layover in Dallas for like an hour, but oh, yeah, and yeah, that's a great airport. It's a good airport, mm-hmm. but yeah. the the place that we went to go eat at was not the best. Oh, what and, was oh it? no, I think no, it was like some sort of barbecue. Oh, and it wasn't place. good. Well, not oh, yeah, and I think what it was is everybody was just like ready to check out. You oh. know, the holiday blues, Love dealing with the- people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the service wasn't great, but I mean, I didn't care. You know, I yeah. was, that was like the, that's the biggest thing I could complain about. And that's a good <laughs> thing to to have to complain about. Anytime, like in our travels, if I can get a, if there's has to be a connector flight, that I have my favorite airports mm-hmm. and like, and I just established that way back when, for those that don't know, when my husband and I did a commuter marriage where he was in Texas fixing the zoos, um, <laughs> <laughs> you just learn your favorite airports. Yeah. So then Dallas is one of them. Cause you could even connect to Dallas and then get to Austin. Sometimes they'd have those flights, which is ridiculous, right? Cause yeah. you're basically almost there. Is that like a 30 just, minute flight? Yeah, it's so short yeah. and it's rare, yeah. but um, if we're traveling, elsewhere i'm like oh yeah oh i'll get excited that it's dallas and then i look well but how long is the layover is this like you're getting off the plane you're running to the next because mm-hmm. i hate that but i also want like some downtime there mm-hmm. to like enjoy the airport so i get excited if it says hour and a half i'm like yay yeah. or most people are like oh damn it you gotta <sighs> sit there but they have great shops yes it's all huge kinds of food. it's huge giant it's mall yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i love it yeah. It was, it's a lot of fun. I lo- I actually enjoy hanging out in airports. I don't mind longer layovers because yeah, you could go get some food or or a drink or whatever you want to do, and you're not rushed. Yeah. I, I like I like smooth sailing traveling like that, yeah. and it, it's just great people watching it, too. Oh my god, it yeah, is. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so we got into New York City um, that Friday afternoon slash evening, and um, I didn't want to leave. We it took us a couple of days. We were there for five nights. And it took us a couple of days to get acclimated to the city because it's it's like San Francisco on steroids, just by sheer size and yeah. places to go mm-hmm. and things to do. There were not a lot of homeless people, at least where we were staying. We were in uh, Manhattan. They, they're hiding them. Well, maybe, maybe. but <laughs> like we didn't travel any further south uh, than Manhattan. Okay. So I think that if we were to go further down, we would have experienced maybe some more um, homelessness and, and more of the dirty parts of town, yeah. but it wasn't even, I, I honestly, it was such a clean city oh, and it was, oh, it's, so good it to was hear. such a great experience and, and being able to, to traverse the crowds and everybody who is warning me about this in the city, it, it was absolutely true. People 
walk with intention there. And it's yeah. so you have to be uh, you have to be swimming with the other fishes, or you have oh, to be damn. moving through the crowd as quickly as you can, or else you're gonna get pushed over. Yeah, and I liked that. Oh, I, you know, it's just yeah. like let's that would go. Drive me nuts. I'm a fast walker as it is. Yeah, so, no, I like oh, to I like to in. just take my time, look in the windows of shops. Mm-hmm. I would go insane there. Yeah. So I don't know too much about New York, but before I understand the winter, it's pretty cold. Was it super like uh, close to like zero to one degrees? Yeah. So from the pictures I saw, you were in a beanie and a jacket, so it didn't look like it was too bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, Pro- the coldest it probably got was low 40s. Oh, okay, that's um, not you know, bad. Oh. At night, yeah. but there was one night where we were walking down, uh, you know, like Saks Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. We were walking yeah. all along those shops because each one of those fancy shops has incredible displays in oh, their I windows. Bet. For Christmas? It's, yeah. And they go all out. And so there were like light shows and, and, and Christmas displays in all these windows. And that was the night that was the most cold i think and it was in the mid 30s um so it wasn't too bad and no. the, the wind chill is what got us you know if we get once we got up to the upper west side one day to go through central park um it, it was it was a little bit more cold because we were closer to the ocean and everything but yeah uh being down in the, the epicenter of it all like I, I didn't want to leave. And I, I know that it's because I'm visiting there and because I'm there with just the intention of just enjoying myself. Yes. But I'd, if I had to live there and work there and afford the out- atrocious amount of rent or whatever that it is there, <laughs> yeah. um, I probably wouldn't like it as much. But I was I was hooked on that I'm city. I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to like go back before you were off the flight. Yeah. What would like flying in? And seeing how massive it is. Was it, was that, I don't know. I just always envisioned that would be like, whoa. So when we flew in, it it did look like it was just like a fake display of LED lights everywhere below you. Right. And <laughs> like the guy I was sitting next to, because I was, so there's two seats per row uh, on each side of the plane. Um, so my girlfriend and our 10, our nine-year-old. Fiance. Uh, my fiance, thank you. Um <laughs> was uh, in in one of those two seats. And I was across the aisle, and I was on the aisle seat, just so I could be as close as I could oh, to, to the yeah. family. Um, so the guy I was sitting next to, though, put his window down. Oh, damn and, him. Uh, and it, when we started taking off from uh, Dallas, he was very adamant about sharing his political views and oh, so, so he was he was basically repeating uh, all the fox news tropes that you hear why? and I, so i just kind of like nodded my head and went along with it but what I, started it like what nothing what, nothing he nothing. just he just you know how some you, people will wait for their window yes. for you to say something and then they'll make it political? I, I know exactly what it was because <laughs> okay. we were talking, we did that, you know, making small talk. Oh, where are you going? Oh, yeah. what, what are you doing for the holidays? And I said, oh, we're going to New York City. It's our first time. And he's like, that city just isn't the same place it was when I was growing up. Back oh. in my day. Right. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and then oh. he started talking about Biden and, and how he's ruining the country. And it was just... I. I just tolerated it. I, I have the patience of a monk, so I just kind of dealt right. with it. Yeah, and yeah, I and yeah. I, I don't have a position. I'm so <laughs> uninterested in politics that I just kind of eyes glossed over, maybe put my earbud in the opposite ear so they yeah. couldn't see that I just wasn't paying attention. You're like, dude, we only live once. Yeah, I know. You he was know, he was like, pretty old, too, yeah. so like, uh, he doesn't really have anything else to do, it God. seems. Yeah. Oh, I kind of wish I was on the plane next to him so I could, I could start 
taking the extreme liberal side. Not that I have a side or anything. But just but have fun with yeah, him. Yeah, just yeah. have fun with him. Watch him spiral out of control. Just be like, oh, man, I was really hoping he's going to get elected the next term. Oh, what, you really don't like him? See, just how he spirals. Yeah. How, what about that Green Party? You think that has a shot this uh, year? Do you know what? It, it, it's like, it's funny for a second or two when someone, and I'm old, but when someone is old and they get so grumpy on the porch. Like, it's funny for a second, but if you literally live your life like that day to day, oh my gosh, no. Yeah, it's Why? Too much. It is too much. Yeah, so the, the flight in and, and seeing the city once we started landing, it was already dark, so I couldn't see any buildings. I mean, you could see the buildings as we were approaching the airport, but yeah. um, it just wasn't the same as when we were flying out in the middle of the day, and that was just beautiful. I mean, it, it's it's I was so ready to be like, ah, this city's too much. I don't really want to stay here. But both my fiance and I were ready to just stay. Yeah. Um, but I, it's easy to say when your boss is, is footing the bill for the hotel and <laughs> and all that. So wonderful. It, it was so I great. That. Yeah. How was the hotel? It was it was amazing. It was yeah. in walking distance from practically everything. Like Ooh, we, nice. we and we planned it out that way so that we didn't have to like deal with a lot of rides anywhere. Um, yeah. It was quicker to get around in the subway, and I loved riding the subway. It was clean. It wasn't it, confusing. Not at all. No, Good. we were we were uh, a little bit intimidated at, by it at first because yeah. n you know new public transit just to us new to us and not knowing where you need to stop and when. And everyone else knows what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you got to act yeah. like you know what you're doing because you don't want to be that touristy person. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then at the same time, everybody out there was just wearing like a light sweater and just, just kind of walk some people in shorts. So they know who the, the tourists are. By that's me the right here. The big, yeah. big poofy jacket and the <laughs> scarf. I was sweating bullets in oh, most man. of the time while I was out there. But there were certain days where where you needed to be bundled up. But uh, yeah, the subway was an incredible experience. I really liked it. Yeah, awesome. Um, but we'll get more into the uh, the um, vacation recap and why I keep saying the word fiance Ooh. here um, uh, in a few. But uh, quick uh, PSA, we're going to be putting the WinRob's Change Contest on hold until Rob gets back because Aww. it's a mega bucket. I don't know if oh my you God. guys saw the I bucket. I did. I saw the yeah. photo. Yeah. The, the photo that's posted on our social media pages and at radradio.com is an epic bucket. Looked I, like it was overflowing. This thing is probably going to be the biggest bucket we've ever done. Damn, yeah, it looked like it. And when I was taking the photo, I was tempted to take all of that cash and roll it up and put it in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle. But yeah, but Rob was a, um, he was a uh, armored guard while I was taking that photo. And he, yeah. he really quickly made sure that I didn't take all that well, cash. One one of the things I did on vacation is like, I don't even, I mean, I rarely, I stayed away from any social media at all. Like what I would do if we didn't have this job, right? Yeah. I, I, I would never, I would never, why? Why would I ever go to social media? If I want to know what's going on with a family member or a friend, I will call them. Mm -hmm. So like I, but I randomly, right? And I happened to one day when I just popped it up and there was the mega change and I was like, holy moly, but man, that felt good. That felt yes. so good to stay away from social media. And I'm like, why does our job require this? I, ah! I like have. It was the, I literally do not need it at all. It serves zero purpose in my life. Mm -hmm. Zero. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't miss it. I, I, oh my God. I, ah! I'm in the early stages of a <laughs> oh social media cleanse. Yeah. I've decided to remove all social media from my phone 
so that I don't have to, you know, be tempted to go down that doom scrolling Oh, I kind of like that sort of post for work. Maybe I just, I would go to my MacBook or that's, something, And right? that's exactly oh. what I'm doing. Ooh, I just okay. started I this. Like that. Uh, I, I literally just de- deleted my apps yesterday. And I'm, I already have the shakes, like, because my instant go-to when I'm just sitting around is yeah. just go on Instagram and just start scrolling. scrolling. Yeah. And I do like the animal videos. That's what will take me there. Well, so, like, we have this family share group text that um, my husband and I and and sister-in-law and some niece and nephews are on uh, and we'll we'll share videos and a lot of their videos come from Insta. Mm. So when I click on the link of what we're texting, there's the video, but then it could take me to more. Mm-hmm. Now I'm now I'm logged in to Insta, right? right? And I'll start going through those cuz they're all the animal videos. So that does get me when I say there's zero purpose. I do I need that? No, right? But right. it is oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. That feel I love that feel good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and my fiance and I will will pass memes and stuff back and forth all day yeah. and yeah. It, that's the one thing that I was really holding on to other than <laughs> the work stuff. But yeah. like when it comes to work, I could just go on to my my laptop and and do my business there oh, and something. leave it yeah. leave it leave it alone. Oh. I don't I don't need to see any comments. I don't need to see. I, I just don't care enough I, for I, social media I, personally I, to keep it yeah, on. I honestly don't even know its purpose. So yeah. I mean, being away from it, I would like it. I'm like you. You can live without this mm-hmm. so easily. I mean, unless it is your job, right? If you're a social media whatever, moderator, called, director, whatever. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we will be, if you do want to check out social media, you can go to uh, Rad Radio Insta on Instagram and Rob Anybody and Dawn on Facebook and check out the big mega bucket for uh, get get your get your guesses together for when Rob comes back. We do win Rob's change. Um, and we're also going to be talking to Steve Mickelson today. Yay, um, cool. at ooh, around ooh, 7.15. And he's going to be talking at us, actually, about what's been happening in sports. So he's going to take the lead and Probably tell all us. all kinds of stuff. I know, because it was I mean, yesterday. I hear my husband talk about it. But, <laughs> yesterday was the last week of the regular season, so oh. we're moving into playoffs yeah. in the NFL. So, okay. uh, so he'll have a lot to talk about there. Um, and we will uh, be right back after this. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Happy New Year. We're back. Lucky you. This is Rad Radio. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Randall. Hey, Randall. For goodness sakes, Brando, please crinkle some paper. You're killing me, man. <laughs> Welcome back. Congrats and bring on the bad radio. Yes, thank you, Randall. That's a Rob thing. Right, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't have to do the crinkling and the crinkling because it's his trademark. You I don't have to wait for that. I believe he has a trademark. So every time I crinkle. Oh, now you got to pay him. Like 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we also got this email from Christine the Pest. Hey, Christine. She says, when will Rob be back since he has RSV? I know he won't be back in this week. Are are you sure about that, Christine? Yeah. (laughs) I am just curious since there is no change guesses until he gets back. I hope he feels better, and I'm glad you guys had good holidays. Yes, thank you, Christine. Um, Yes, we don't know when Rob will be back, but hopefully tomorrow we're we're just going to uh, wait things out until he gets better, and then uh, he'll, we'll be yeah, back in the swing of things. Does she know something we don't? <laughs> well, she is the ultimate guesser in when Rob's changed, yeah. so I think that she was 
you know, champing at the bit to get on this yeah, mega bucket this morning. I mean, that morning. bucket is huge. Oh, man. I, I, we're going to need another bucket. It, it didn't all fit in the bucket. <laughs> he didn't leave all the money in the bucket? So you said he oh. took it away last segment? I believe he has the change bucket locked up in his oh, safe. Son of a bitch. Yes. Wouldn't you, though, if you have a Kyle on the loose? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, in the building? Is that why you're where, you have a stethoscope <laughs> so you can crack into that case in his... I didn't even know there was a case in there, but that's for something else. Don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Playing doctor, we see. Mm. Uh, Andrea wrote in and said, welcome back. I follow you on Instagram, Brando, and I saw your big announcement. Congratulations. We have seen you go through lots of ups and downs, and I just want to say happiness looks so good on you, and you deserve this. Thank you, Andrea. She's probably referring to my dog Walter's 13th birthday post (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) 13, Uh, though. Yeah. It's an old hound. You know, actually, it was 12. I totally messed up. I'm at that point where I am starting to go senile. And I didn't realize that my dog was actually 12 years old. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I did this yeah. whole video singing bir- happy birthday to him, put him in this embarrassing birthday boy outfit. Like Aww. he had a bandana and a, a whole uh, shirt that he was wearing. It says, birthday boy. Yeah. Um, singing this song, happy birthday, you're 13. And then my, my fiance said, uh, no, he, he's actually 12. I was just looking at the post from last year. So I had to make an edit on there. Um, yeah. But he's he's still old. $12, $12. 12 years is still old. Well, you know, me. like in your family, right? I, I think this happens to everyone. Yeah, I'm going to use the superlative, everyone. When we're younger, you have those older people in the family, they'll get time wrong. Oh, totally. And they'll get names wrong. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the heck? And then mm-hmm. it inevitably starts happening to all of us. Uh, see, I was yeah. already doing that in my 20s. I was calling <laughs> all my animals the wrong name. I, yeah. I, would, I would cycle through all of the animals until I got to the last one, which was the correct name. Yeah. I still do that to this day. I don't remember anybody's name. <laughs> uh, I, I was probably 55 when I was 25. Yeah, all, yeah, I've always been old, even when I was young. But uh, w- when we had sheep, and we had a, a few of them, and I named all of them, and I would always forget the youngest one. And to this day right now, I'm going blank. And I'd get to the last one, because as I'm feeding them, and I'd be like, oh, you know, to say to each one of them. And I'd get to the last one and go, oh, you, 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 look at you. And I'd be like, God, why am I always forgetting your name? Well, that's why you got the nicknames like Sport and Kiddo and, and Sweet Stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we got this email from Virgilio. Hey, Virgilio. He says, welcome back, Rad. Social media can suck it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, uh. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble once Rob hears that I've deleted my... <laughs> Social media accounts for my phone. From your phone, no, you still have them. You know, you still have access. I do. You can still post for work. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I, and we, because we've got grown so much, we have an actual social media team uh, that that kind of moderates stuff for us, just so that we don't have to swim in the toxicity oh, that see, is social media. I, I am not a diva, but maybe that's what I need. I need someone just to handle my account. They you can could. just post oh. for me. You've but earned see, it. I don't know if that's that. That's all, that's fake though, right? Because eh. then people think it's you, yeah. and that's why they're following. And I feel like, isn't that rude? 
I not think, if they know. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's, I, I couldn't have them not know. I mean, I would make it known. Once it's known, <laughs> well, it would be known once the captions became like more professional and not in your oh, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, the words were spelled correctly. <laughs> but it would. I I don't know. You know that oh, a lot of people, high end celebrities or even mid level celebrities, have people doing it for them. And I don't like that. You like it when there's the personal when it's touch, them. yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like Ricky Gervais is doing his own, yeah. and all you know, a lot of celebrities are doing their own. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, just not having to look at the comments, you know, that just stay away from those. Comments, you know what? The comments on my own Insta are always good. Yeah, you know? mine too. And I don't always read them, and I feel bad because sometimes, for whatever reason, I'll just be like, "Oh, I wonder what someone said," yeah. right? Because like, I don't look at them all the time. Uh, I posted one yesterday from when I had a couple of our god kiddos at our house all weekend. And one of the things they were doing was watching Airplane, which is awesome. They love that movie. <laughs> and there was, and I happened to, I don't know why, but uh, I was looking and, um, you know, you just like, oh, well, you just get curious. And someone started quoting the Airplane movie, which is funny. Mm-hmm. So I was like glad I saw that. I was like, okay, that's hilarious. But there are times where I'll go back, like it could be a post from two months ago. And I'll just randomly look at comments and go, oh, and I'll feel bad because they're asking a question. <laughs> Like, where did you get that? Or right. where is that? Or what? They're yes. asking, and it's like, oh, dear God. I mean, do I answer now? Right. Oh, oh, yeah. like... I mean, I, I don't think that there's like really a time limit because I'll see things pop up like questions like that. And yeah. I'll still answer months down the road and yeah. they still appreciate it. So the uh, only no, like there's my, a time limit. My niece, Queenie, that used to be on our show, who's you know, um, trans female and, and um, she... Um, I, I say it like that because she doesn't walk around like with a badge on her, right? She's just a person. However, she did share that that is her story. So anytime I post anything with her and I, those comments I look at constantly because there's always two oh. uh, cuss word, cuss word, cuss word yeah. that says, I'm sorry, this is my page. Right. I mean, you, you know what? Freedom of speech, not on my page. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you will not. Say anything awful about her. I like. I. 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 I can't. I can't leave the comment. Like when I post religious stuff, if someone posts something that they don't believe or I'm crazy or they're saying, fine, whatever. You know that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you do you, boo. But uh, you come after. No. 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 Because I know Jesus can handle it, and so could Queenie. But you know, no. This is my niece and my family. No, thank you. I will sometimes. Sometimes it's been so. Most of the time, I'll just delete the comment. But there's been a few times where it has been so egregious. I don't even want that person following me, and I literally will block them. Good. Yeah, good. Because I'm like, screw. No, no. You don't need that hate in Uh -uh. your world. No, thank you. Not happening. Yeah, I do the same thing. If anybody's being a jerk, it's get out of here. Yeah. It's so easy to be a keyboard warrior and say all this crap sitting behind a keyboard. But do they really have the guts? to say that to our face? Nope. No? Exactly. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, we got this email to rad at radradio.com from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Woohoo! I'm so glad you're all back today. Yay! I've missed the rad crew so much, and I'm glad to get back into my normal routine. Are you? Because I'm not. I oh. like sleeping in. That was nice. Oh no, I, I'm so I'm so, I'm so ready. Yeah. I don't. I am not. Every time we take a vacation, or any time we've been off, right? It solidifies for me. Because there are those people that cannot retire, and I am one of them. I, I God bless you when you do. I because I I have friends that have already retired, but they haven't. Mm. Like I I have three friends that have retired, and two of them have gone back to work. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's me. Yeah. I will find something to do. I will open my home. I already know 100. It is uh, for sure. 
I will do a home baking cookie business because I I need to work. Yeah. Like I it, huh? it was it was great. You need, <laughs> need. it baking. Huh? It was great, yeah. but come this past Monday, I was like, oh my god, I I I just I need that, and it doesn't matter. I know you know some one of my girlfriends like she'll fill her days doing charity stuff, which is wonderful and beautiful, and that is great. I don't know, but there's just still something about work. Yeah. It's, I, it's in your blood. Know. Yeah. And it's got to stay busy I, or else you go stir crazy. Yes. You know? I just, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. I, I would, you know what? I think I would enjoy the travel for a month and then be over it. Yeah. And just, no, I, I oh my God, I, I love to work. Yeah. The, I, I have <laughs> someone in my stratosphere just recently left a job due to like a tuck a toxic work environment and they had just held on for way too long and it was finally just oh. it was time just to, yeah. to rip the band-aid off and and go off Good there was them, very little plan going out of it either and i thought that took cojones yeah you know? but for them i mean you know that stuff works out it if does. you're a capable person it'll work out. it does and, yeah. and i know that 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 person's been knows the grindstone just just searching for things has a couple of opportunities lined up but Good. you know coming out of the holidays it's just see it people aren't really um you know Clamoring, glam, clamoring, clamoring, clamoring. Yeah, clamoring, probably. trying to get new employees yes, in. You yeah, know, I, they're all in the same mode, head mo, headspace. We are just yeah. like, okay, it's it's holidays. We're coming out of the fog. Um, but anyway, um, I, they are the same way. They they are stir crazy if they don't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah. So they're structuring their days to do oh, like little yeah. odd jobs here and there. Yes, and I, exactly. I could I could not just mildew and sloth and 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 just suck off the. Can we say that? No. Uh, of so. the government. Don't, don't ask me. Um, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I yes. get delayed on the show. Suckling off the government's chest. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I, I just couldn't do it. That, that would just drive me nuts. Yeah, no, we do have, like, um, some people in our family that um, it's like 50-50. Those that are older that retired, half of them have gone back to work, like part-time jobs, doing something, right? And then there are those that, yeah, they're fine. They just, they do nothing. Or they travel, right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're good with it, and I I don't judge that. I'm just like I don't get that. Yeah. Like I don't I don't get that for me. And good and for I, them to have that peace to be there. Hundred you know? percent. Like yeah. I think we all. To me, it is contentment and peaceful knowing I have this deadline or this I don't mm-hmm. know, just like somewhere to be where I'm working. Gives you some purpose. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sarah goes on to say in her email that we started reading like 20 minutes ago. Uh, she says. Uh, uh, I'm glad to be back into my normal routine. Good. Yeah. And congratulations, Brando, on your engagement. You Woo-hoo! and your fiance, fiance are a beautiful couple. Yes. Aww, thank you so yes, much, Sarah. Are. So in New York City, we... Uh, I, I, so l- let me go back in time. Um, back in September, I think, I, I finally bought the ring and I kept it super secret. Nobody really else knew except for one other person, which was rob uh because rob helped facilitate this this um acquirement of the ring um no he didn't pay for my ring um <laughs> but he did help me by being the receiving uh end f- to get it shipped to him yeah, so because yeah, yeah. we get that email in um with from the post office that says here's all the mail that's coming to you today oh, they show what they it show is. like oh. they actually take pictures of, yeah. the, of the envelopes and then like if it's a if it's a shipment it will tell you where it's coming from, yep. and that would have been that would have been it. She, she my fiance, would have totally figured it out. So, sent it to to Rob's house, and it got like lost in the mail for, oh, for a couple of days. Oh God, um, oh, that's stressful. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you know it wasn't a cheap 
ring, but it was also just super special. And, and the I, meaning. I, yeah, and I, yeah. I wanted to have it in my possession just so that I can just have it at that point. And yeah. so after a couple of days of chasing down the male people, uh, we finally got it, and I, t- I took it home. And so I had this vision in mind to do it around Christmas time, but I didn't want to do like the the whole stereotypical Christmas engagement, like on Christmas Day. Um, and then the opportunity to go to New York arose, thanks to Rob, who did pay for a, most of the vacation. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, and I thought that would just be the perfect place to do it. Yeah, and oh my uh, gosh. I, I bought a uh, box to keep the ring in that was like th- thin. So it wasn't like an actual ring box, but it was something that you can conceal and, yeah. and carry on your person without making it obvious. Okay. And every well, and that is a carry on. Yeah. That yeah. is not something you check. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was in my backpack <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And she my my fiance and I were basically talking about getting engaged months ago. Um and that's what led to the ring that got delivered because she helped pick it out. I, I didn't want to be the one to be like, mm, I think this is what she'll like. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So we came up with like three different ideas and yeah. ranked them and I got the first choice and we, uh, she, so she was always kind of like asking, oh, you know, someday we can get married and so I had to like give her a window of when it was going to happen. It, yeah. So it was going to be happening sometime in the next two years is what I kept saying in the beginning. And that, oh, like, like that. that discouraged her, but it also <laughs> kept things open to yeah. what it could be. And it, the obvious go-to guess was, well, you're going to do it in New York. And I said, mm, maybe Am not. I? Yeah. I'm, I might, it may, might be next summer. You never know. And we were uh, at the pumpkin patch in October, oh, and our nine-year-old cornered me while uh, my now fiancé oh. went to the, the restroom, and she said, are you going to do it soon? And I told her, you got to promise to keep keep it a secret, but oh. I'm going to tell you that it's going to happen sometime in December. <gasps> and so she kept this secret all the wow. way up till the end. I was so proud of her because it would come up sometimes, and, and there well, was a point. so hard for a nine-year-old. It that, was. Oh, my gosh, that's the best. Because uh, the, the, I think it was the night before we left new t- for new york we were making christmas cookies to take with us and we were sitting there all icing our cookies and and uh bella it, it, sorry yeah my, our nine-year-old's name is bella yeah, my fiance's name is nicole and um <laughs> we were just sitting around the table and we were talking about you know wedding and marriage type of topics and then she bella kind of smirked a little bit like yeah. she she said <laughs> She said something to the effect that kind of gave, like, it was her tell. Because Nicole, my fiance, she was like, uh, what do I, what what, what don't I know that yeah, you guys do? Here? Yeah, so, yeah. so she mean, almost for, spilled the beans. For like, a grown adult, that would be hard to keep it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I didn't say exactly where or when, and she kept asking, like, oh, you're going to do it in New York? And I said, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I haven't really decided yet. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, um, it was like our third third or fourth day in New York when we were finally like in our groove because it took a while for us to settle in and and really enjoy vacation because we went straight from work to vacation and so we didn't have a lot a ton of time to decompress and get acclimated to the city but we decided we're going to go to to Central Park and this is one of the the ideas that I had in mind um, was to do it in Central Park Um, and so we went to the Upper West Side first, which is on the up, you know Upper West Side corner of Central Park. Uh, and we got dropped off right in front of the Dakota 
apartment building where uh, John Lennon lived oh. uh, before he got uh, assassinated. Oh, dang. Um, yeah. So I, and I didn't even know it, but when we were walking into the uh, that area, it such a beautiful area there. The Upper West Side is like the posh area where everybody has dogs and it's all classic style buildings. The, oh. the architecture, just beautiful. Oh, I bet. And we were, we were able to just walk into that part of town and just look in, look into the windows and we found a place for lunch. We didn't have to like go up on our phones or anything to like find anything. We just walked right up. Yeah. Beautiful lunch. And uh, then we walked through the park, stopped at the uh, John Lennon uh, Imagine area where they have like a, a whole... Uh, mosaic set up in the park that's like a dedication to John Lennon and took some pictures there and then we walked all the way down to the so that was probably cool for you it was totally yeah, cool because I know you have like this reignited love for them the Beatles yeah yeah and so it, I mean that that's that's perfect for you yeah it yeah. was kind of one of those things that we had planned I'm not even to gonna be anywhere. snarky thank you <laughs> I, I almost was like oh but I was like it's a special moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, this is perfect for Brandon. It was honestly like to even be dro- dropped off where you were. Yeah. Right. It was. Like, it was really yeah. cool. And <laughs> and I didn't know it until we were walking back to the park when I said, "Where did John Lennon live?" And it's right across the freaking street where we were. Um. Anyway, so we uh we we took some pictures around the Imagine thing. Really great pictures. I I got one with me and Bella, uh, her nine year old, and it, she she's it's gonna be one of my favorite pictures of all time. Um. Aww. So we walked through the park. Beautiful park. Hold on to that picture, especially in her teenage years. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Go back and look at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the the park was, it's it's man-made. Like it, so every turn you take is like a different park that you're walking through. It's just absolutely stunning and and massive. And then we went uh, ice skating at these at the ice skating rink that's in Central Park, um, because that was one of our to-do things that we had to do. And um, we did it for about an hour, and then we left. And 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 Bella had a hot dog. Which, by the way, she hated New York hot dogs. Whoa. Yeah, because they're beef hot dogs. Yum. She only likes pork. Oh, okay. So she's very picky about yeah. the type of meat. What about you? Did you like Oh, them? yeah. I loved I loved oh. all the food. The, I was disappointed because a lot of the uh, food carts were um, like falafel stuff and like Ooh, the I general. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. But it was like the same cookie cutter, uh, almost like a franchise oh. cart. So really? it wasn't like a lot of like unique ness to it it was surprising yeah i think i think the thing is i would have to like go seek out the specific food trucks that i want to go to because they do like those pop-up events okay um and i just didn't have the time for that but of course we we went to the cart and we got our hot dog and uh she hated it oh what about the pizza though that's the one thing i've been wanting to know how good is the new york pizza so it's good it's good it's just it's not anything like uh, it's not like a, a totally different experience than good pizza that you can get on the West Coast. Okay. It's really not that different. We went to a small mom-pop uh, pizza place because there were a lot of franchises out there as well. But um, even that one, I, the experience that I enjoyed the most was being a patron to one of these places. Because it's like, a, yeah. hey, yo, what do you want? Huh? You want a slice? And they're like so quick. And they, they all are so passionate about their jobs. But they're like, move it along, people. Let's go. Got to sling some more za. So you couldn't go in there and be like, can I get some ranch with that? They'd probably be like, what the hell is the problem with you? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm, I've got to tell you, um, I'll tell you off air about this deli that I love. And, and Rob's been there. And Rob's been to New York and obviously a million times. I've never been to um, New York City. I've been to New York. Um, Buffalo. And uh, what's the other one with the S? Uh, Syracuse, Syracuse yeah. yeah, and and then wherever the baseball Hall of Fame is, I forget that little town. 
not Cupertino. That's here in the uh, Bay Area. Cooperstown? Coop, maybe? No, I yeah, don't Yeah, maybe it is. Anyway, anywho. Uh, not important, but um, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, Pizza, <laughs> New York. Because you've been now, now you and your family have got to go into this deli that I'll tell you about. Ooh, that okay. Is, it's 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 authentic Italian. Nice. Like, people, they're full-blooded Italians, oh. and they're from the East Coast. And when you walk in, it'll be that. Because mm. I remember the first time I went to it, I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, these are Italians. And when I described it to Rob, he's like, oh, yeah, that's that's East Coast <laughs> Italians for sure. Uh, yeah, you, you would love that experience. I, I can't they're, wait. they're like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I since <laughs> this is our first day back, I'm absolutely butchering the clock right now, and I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out of time. I can't finish the engagement story now. Oh! we got to get to uh, playing the pressure cooker. <laughs> Right now, uh, for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th at uh, 7 p.m. I don't know why that was important information to say. Well, you know, they can prepare already. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The uh, pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. Uh, 888-989-9811 to play the pressure cooker. Be caller 18 right now. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Says, welcome back. Everyone looks so refreshed, and Dawn especially. Aww, Glad thanks. to see her out of her sling. Oh, yeah. I missed you guys. So when did you get out of your your sling after your shoulders? So, um, uh, God, my six-week, pretty much when we started vacation, I had my six-week checkup. And it was at that point, they do another x-ray, they see how it's healing, they see if it's healing properly, and um, if you need to have, um, what's that called? Physical therapy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or if you need surgery. And so I show up and I get the x-ray first. And as I'm standing there getting the x-ray, I start panicking because I start thinking of all the ways in which I've been using my shoulder. Uh, And I'm like, it's too late now. (laughs) There's nothing I can do to change what this x-ray is going to look like. And I'm just like, I'm like, gosh, dang it. I just know it. They're going to friggin' tell me I need surgery because I, yeah, I definitely pushed it at Thanksgiving, making all the things I made. I, I, you know, I was over it, having that sling. And I don't like to be helpless like that. So I was just trying to manage, right? So I get into the doctor's office. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh God, he's going to walk in and shake his head at me. He walks in. My ortho, and he's like, take that sling off. You do not need it anymore. I was like, yes. Yes. And then he's like, he's like, honestly, it's rare, but this happens. This is your six-week checkup, and I usually don't see this much healing until three months. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, oh, because I, I said, because I've been using this thing. It's like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so then he has me start doing all these moves and yeah. movements and all these different things. Go? Oh, he was like, what the? I mean, he had he was working it and all all the things. And he's like, you don't even need physical therapy. 
He's like, you're good to go. That's great. He's like, the only thing right now is, you know, wait a month. Don't lift more than 10 pounds, you know, with that arm. Mm -hmm. And then after that, gradually, he said, now, if you start getting less movement than you have, let me know ASAP and we'll get a physical therapy. And he said, it'll take, he's like, you will have twinges of pain, you know, little things like that, not constantly, but like mm-hmm. here and there. Uh. He's all, that's normal for six months to a year. Oh, So God. randomly out of nowhere, you know, it'll feel a little, yeah. I don't know, heavy. I don't like, know, like it feels fine it's doing like everything I'm doing right here. Wow. Like I could just do anything. That's I mean, it's, great. yeah, with it. So, but I will feel little twinges here and there. Maybe, and, maybe it is because but, you, you broke the rules and used your shoulder a little bit. Well, and I don't want to say that because I don't want someone else to do that. <laughs> and they end up needing surgery. But in my case, yeah, it all worked out. So it's just like, oh, thank well, you, thank you. Good for you. I know yeah. that that's a big relief. So excited. Um, yes, it is a bad radio day uh, because Rob is out with RSV. Him and his wife, uh, Christina, have been tossing it back and forth um, throughout the break. And uh, it's just it's just awful. Yeah. yeah. So it's got no, it it's got them bad. down and out. Uh, so we're uh, covering the holding down the ship until he can get back. And uh, we're going to play the pressure cooker right now for some Jim Jeffries tickets. Yeah. First day. First day back, people. <laughs> Getting what you get. Got a chance for you to win some Jim Jeffries tickets to see him on uh, January 26th at the Memorial Auditorium in Sacramento. And caller 18 is Bernie. Good morning. Hey, anybody. Hey, hey. Bernie. Hey, good morning. Congratulations, it's, Brando. Thank you so Aww. much. Thank you, Bernie. Um, here's how this works. The timer starts when I finish reading the first question, which it, question, which is a new word that I just made up. <laughs> it's a new thing. It's also the first question. Jesus Christ. Question, which is true or false. You've got a 50-50 shot. You get the first one right, then you got to get four more right for a total of five to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing that you say. If you say question, then you say question. i got to take question as your answer. Do you have any questions? Nope, I got it. (laughs) All right. Good luck. He's like, get to it. Oh, man. All right. True or false? Taylor Swift grew up on a Christmas tree farm. True. Name the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Pass. What American city is home to Logan International Airport? American? What American city is home Uh, to... Boston. Boston. Got it. Foster Grant makes what type of product? Who is the current Secretary of Defense? Man, sorry, say again. Who is the current Secretary of Defense? Lloyd Austin. Uh, Mr. Google. (laughs) I'll give you one more because I tripped and stumbled. Name the two teams in tonight's college football championship. I I would never know. Okay, all right. (laughs) Me neither. At least you're honest. All right, with that, we got one, two, three, four, five, six questions out. All right, you only need five. Let's see how he did. Uh, True or false, Taylor Swift grew up on a Christmas tree farm. He said that is true. Before Taylor Swift and her family moved to Tennessee to pursue her music career, she spent her childhood in Pennsylvania. 
During her early childhood, Swift grew up on Pine Ridge Farm, an 11-acre Christmas tree farm in Reading, Pennsylvania. And to to that, to Taylor Swift, I've actually grown to like Taylor Swift. Really? The music. Not her as a person, because I'm overseeing her everywhere and all the the tabloids. But because I have a nine-year-old at home who loves Taylor, she's obsessed with yeah. Taylor Swift. It's like the law. The songs... You're a nine-year-old little girl, you have to like Taylor Swift. Exactly. I, the music isn't bad. I, I find myself beat-bopping around when we're listening to it. Yeah, and no, she does have some good music. She, and one of her songs is called Christmas Tree Farm, and that's a great song. Uh, Name the head coach of the Detroit Lions. He passed. Hello, yeah. Roseanne Soup Dan is all you need to know, Dan Campbell. Campbell. There you go. What American city is home to Logan International Airport after he Googled uh, multiple times? <laughs> he did finally get it right. It was Boston. Foster Grant makes what type of product? He passed. Glasses? Yep. Chicken? Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Foster Farms. Foster Grant. Yeah, I don't know. I know Grant was like Foster's brother or something. They had chickens as well. <laughs> really? I had no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you could tell me the gullible was oh in the dictionary gosh. and I'd believe you. <laughs> Uh, who is the current Secretary of Defense? After Googling, he finally said the correct answer, which was Lloyd Austin. And then name the two teams in tonight's college football championship. He passed. Don, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Alabama, they're usually in it. No, they played uh, They played Michigan last. I think they lost to Michigan last oh. week. Okay, yeah. so Michigan's one of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michigan and who else is usually in it? Oh, uh, one, another one of those southern states, like Georgia or something. Exactly. Yeah. The southern state of Washington. <laughs> oh. The Washington oh. Husky, Huskies. And with that, he got one, three, oh, three man. correct. Oh, yes. oh man. We've got another chance for you to win Jim Jeffries tickets with Treble Trouble at 8 o'clock. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Says, you're slipping, Brando. Your own rules say I got to take the first thing you say. The first thing he said on the airport question was American Boston. was like two and three. Hmm. New Year's new rules? No, no, no. I gave him a little bit of an out because yeah. I stumbled over my question. Exactly. You were, it, it sounded like you were making, like he maybe misunderstood you. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. And yes, it's the new year. It's the first day of the show of the year. So, yeah. suck it. We're, we're going to do the best we can. Um, but we did follow the rules. Yeah. Bernie played the pressure cooker, only got three right for Jim Jeffries tickets. Almost said Jim Gaffigan because Don was. <laughs> Talking about Jim Gaffigan before we came uh, back from the commercial break. No, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered anyways because Bernie sucked at playing the game. Yeah, well, it was, it, it was, nice it was guy, doing terrible. Yeah, it didn't make a difference. Correct. It wasn't like that was what made him win. Yeah, it, he had yeah. the sleepies in his eyes. Still. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also got this email from Emily. Hey, Emily. E M A L I E. That's wrong. Um, 
says, please help me create the very best birthday present ever by simply reading this and telling my wife of four years, Chantel, happy birthday. As for the la la lesbian subject line, that's right. The subject line for this email is la 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 lesbian birthday shout out. Oh, (laughs) so as for the la 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 lesbian subject line, we often make the that's what she said joke into a lesbian joke. We refrain from using the word box around here. Anyways, this is about my wife, not boxes. Happy birthday, thirty! Happy for thirty fourth birthday, Chantel. And uh, if Rob is not there to do an LO, then I guess thirty four is just too old. Sorry, babe. Yes, it's too old. Oh, happy happy birthday! Now eat your f-ing cake. Happy happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. I gotta do this thing here because we've got a very special guest here, and it's uh, Steve Mickelson. Yay, Steve. Uh, live from Las Vegas. I think that's the setup. Do I have a button for this? Is there a Steve one? Yeah, guest one. Guest one. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Hey, hey. When this gets played. Good, good morning, Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are, how are you doing today? Wonderful. Excellent. How were your holidays? Uh, they were very nice. I got Michigan alive tonight for my college football oh, team yeah, that's in right. the championship, and the Lions made the playoffs. Oh so my gosh. It, it was very, very good holiday season. <laughs> so the, the Lions making the playoffs is the second time in your lifetime that they actually made the playoffs, right? No, no, no. They've made the playoffs a few times. They're going for their second win in the playoffs oh. if they win on Sunday <gasps> oh my in my lifetime. Oh, That's I awesome. Hope you see that. Yeah. Um, and before we get get started on the uh, recap of all the NFL action over the weekend, um, I, I figured we could just go over our results of the Pickskin Picks. Team Don Bitches. Sheets Bitches. Which are uh, posted at radradio.com and on members.radradio.com. And uh, to... To no surprise, Steve is the winner. Of course. Yeah. He, Every year for the last billion years. He ran away with the pigskin picks this year with 178 wins and 93 losses. Damn. Uh, tied for second is Don and Rob with 167 wins and 104 losses. And uh, myself, Brandon, we I, I got we, the voices in my head, <laughs> got uh, 163 and uh, 108 wrong. And then Kyle coming up on the rear. Oh, no. With 159 uh, and 120. Damn. Yeah. So you, mo- you moved up a bit, Brandon, because you little, were last. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Sp- of course, over the vacation is when I have some of my best weeks. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's also because I was well-rested and, and ease. I had more energy to go up on the website that I was cheating off of. <laughs> and that worked out well for me. Yeah. So congratulations, Steve. You uh, have won the 2023-2024 uh, Pigskin Picks. Woo-woo. We will well, have. Thank you very much. We will that's have. What you, a, that's what you won is a whoop whoop. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll send a trophy in the mail at some point. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, you mentioned that the Lions have uh, made the playoffs, and uh, I got this email uh, from Randall. He hey, says, Randall. "My goodness, I am looking forward to Steve's reaction on Monday morning when it comes to the QB swap storyline for the Lions' first playoff game in Ford Field's history against the Rams." Is that uh, what's what's the story with the QB swap? Well, Matthew Stafford used to be the quarterback for the Ram, well for the Lions, and they traded him to the Rams for Jared Goff. Uh, it was a trade that worked out very well for the Rams, being that Stafford led the Rams to a Super Bowl victory. Oh wow! And Goff has played really well for the Lions and has them in a uh, the playoffs. I believe the 12 wins this year the Lions have is the 
tied for the most they've ever had in any season of the franchise and understand they are one of the like original franchises going back with the Bears, etc. So this was as good a season the Lions have had in a long time. Right on. Well, let's stay in the NFC and uh, you want to give NFL. us a... And it, well, the NFC in the NFL. Oh, sorry. It's one of the, one you know what? Why am I sitting here correcting you? I don't know anything either. Like, why would I think I would know over you? So, so Steve, you want to run down the uh, NFC playoff picture for us? Well, we have the Packers playing the Cowboys. The Cowboys ended up winning that division due to a huge collapse by the Philadelphia Eagles, who over the last six weeks has played terrible football. Cowboys have been great at home, so I look for the Cowboys to get it done against the Panthers. The Rams, really good season. Many people didn't think they would even contend for a playoff spot, but they got some really strong wide receivers. Matthew Stafford is healthy. They visit the Lions in Detroit, and Detroit's had a fantastic season. And then the final NFC playoff game is the Eagles at the Buccaneers. As I mentioned, the Eagles really collapsed at the end of the year. The Buccaneers won their division, the weakest division in the NFL, and uh, but they do get to host a playoff game there. And so it's really kind of two teams struggling, not playing good football right now, although the Buccaneers have been playing a lot better at the end of the season. And that pretty much wraps up the NFC. So I'm rooting for the Eagles, and it has nothing to do with anything football-related, but I love Jason Kelsey. I am in love with he and his wife and his whole family, and, like, the podcast that they do on YouTube, you can watch them. They are hilarious, and just listening to them, like, I love that family. I just want him to do good. Yeah, he, I just want his team to do well because of him and his personality. He's the he's the manlier <laughs> version of the Kelsey oh, brothers, right? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's like a mountain man. But he <laughs> and his wife is just the best. She is just so down to earth and humble. It's like awesome. She showed this photo of a wives NFL party that they put on for the Eagles wives for Christmas because they were going to be playing. Is that right? Did they play on Christmas, Steve, the Eagles, or over the holidays, right? So, uh, If they didn't play Christmas, they played Christmas Eve. Yeah, okay. So they so they went ahead and did it ahead thing for it. And all so many other wives looked like your typical right NFL wife. Mm-hmm. She's going to be all dolled up and make sure she looks hot. And his wife, and she's adorable. She's just like tennis shoes, jeans, a sweatshirt. I mean, she still is pretty, right? But I was just like so down to earth, hardly any makeup. I'm like, yes, I love her. Steve, is that how you determine the winners of certain games? (laughs) By looking at certain players' wives and seeing how put together they are or how disheveled they look? I I honestly can't recall ever seeing a player's wife in anything that I ever watched. So... (laughs) Well, I, I, I can't say I go there. That, that's on brand for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. uh, and oh, we also man. got this email to rad at radradio.com from Alec. I have no idea what this means, but he says, Game of the year, Browns travel to Texans for wild card weekend. I, I'm hoping it's a really good game. I don't know if I'd call it the game of the year. The Cleveland Browns are on their fourth quarterback in Joe Flacco. Their defense has been outstanding all year. Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback for the Texans. Unbelievable rookie year. He is so much fun to watch. That should be a really good game. The Browns are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Four-string quarterback, great defense against C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year. But really, you know, the Texans have gotten some other good young talent, but 
Without C.J. Stroud, Houston Texans wouldn't be even close to being in the playoffs. So now that we're over in the AFC, you want to give us the rundown for the AFC playoff picture? The other games are the Miami Dolphins, who lost the game last night against the Bills. So the Bills won the division. The Dolphins slid down to the wild card. They are facing the Chiefs, who won their division. The Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Kansas City has struggled this year, has not looked in sync, but still good enough to win that division. And the other AFC game is the Steelers. Surprising Steelers, Mason Rudolph, finish up their season playing great the last three weeks to get Steelers three wins to put them in the playoffs facing the Buffalo Bills, who about six weeks ago everybody was ready to bury as they were a bad team. Not playing good football at all, but the Bills ended up not only winning the division last night with the win over the Dolphins, but taking the number two seed (laughs) in the AFC. So Buffalo Bills are right now a 10-point favorite over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So now that we are at the uh, the final week of the regular season and going into the playoffs, do you have a clearer picture on who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Well, to me, hands down, the 49ers are clearly the best team in the NFL. Uh, They are the number one seed in the NFC. I don't see anyone in the NFC really challenging them unless the Niners really have a bad game. Brock Purdy has his turnovers that, you know, in their losses has really flared up, and we've seen that. In the AFC, Patrick Mahomes can still make things happen. The best team is the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson probably is going to win the MVP in the AFC. They will have home field throughout. But Patrick Mahomes, whenever you give him a chance, he can make things happen. Josh Allen, when he is on, is unstoppable on offense. The problem is, is he makes too many bad decisions. And and when they don't have a running game, this Bills offense isn't as good as we can see it be. And uh, the Bills also need to be able to run the ball, which has been very inconsistent all year. So I I do think it's the Ravens are clearly the best team in the AFC. And the 49ers, to me, are clearly the best team in the NFL. Whoa. So we got this uh, email from Robert, who disagrees with you on one of the teams. He says, first off, congrats, Steve, on the Lions making the playoffs. I can see them making a decent push. But in the end, I see it Dallas and Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Just because oh. I'm a Raiders fan, and I don't want to see a Niner Chiefs Super Bowl Raiders. in the Raiders' house. Oh, oh my That's right, because the Super Bowl's in Las Vegas this year. <laughs> the Raiders' house. So I wanted to ask Steve about the Raiders and the head coach. I actually like AP and want him to do the head to be the head coach, but there is talk about Harbaugh and the Raiders. Say that does happen. Do they actually have the money to pay another coach $100 million? like they did with Gruden and McDaniels? What say you, Steve? There's a lot in there. Well, well, many different parts there. One, (laughs) the Cowboys' record on the road really worries me. I'm not sure they can go into San Francisco and win that game. I do give them a better chance since the Niners blew them out earlier on Mm -hmm. in the season. Uh, I'm just not sold the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Uh, Antonio Pierce, I believe, deserves the right to be the head coach for the Raiders. You know, we watched the Raiders a couple of years ago with Richie, I'm trying to think his last name, when he took over the team and he did really well. They ended up not going with him, and the players really wanted him to be the head coach. They brought in Josh McDaniels. We saw that was a disaster. 
I agree. Do the Raiders really have the amount of money to keep paying coaches? Because to bring in Harbaugh, man, you got to be looking at like twelve to eighteen million a year, and he's not going to want like a three or four year contract. It's just, do they want the big splash? You are an NFL owner in Mark Davis. You have, you are a billionaire. So I guess you can throw more money at that position. But I think the best thing the Raiders could do right now is just bring on Pierce as the head coach. Let's see what he can do. The players love playing for him. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can have a good solid draft and build on what Pierce did at the end of the season. And from what I understand, Pierce has bled black and silver all his life. He was always a huge Raiders fan, so he's his passion is in the team. And you could tell that he and the team have connected. Aww. And ever since he took the head coaching gig, it just seems like they're really gelling. Aww. And so next year looks looks pretty promising. But what of this Belichick rumor? I, I haven't heard about Harbaugh being the Raiders coach. Uh, but is Belichick still, is that just a rumor that he might be uh, heading over to be a coach? Uh, well, Belichick meets with the owner Kraft today, and they're going to determine his future. Many believe that yesterday was the last game that he will coach the Patriots. He will be, well, he won't be fired, I don't believe, in the press. It'll be one of those they reached a mutual agreement, and he will no longer be with the Patriots Association, at which point Belichick wants to be a coach immediately. There's a lot of talk of him going and possibly being with the Washington Commanders. There's also talk of possibly the Los Angeles Chargers. The Raiders part comes more from myself and Rob in the sense that we (laughs) think it would be a wonderful connection because everybody talked about how Belichick and Brady, you know, there's really a rift there and Brady made Belichick, et cetera, et cetera. So, it w- I think it would be awesome to see Belichick go to the Raiders because I still think he is arguably the best head coach of all time in the NFL. And to take over the Raiders and make them a perennial power with Brady being a part owner, showing that, look, the two really did get along. And uh, just making the Raiders a dominant franchise to me would be incredible. So that's where I'm hoping he's going, although there's no talk outside of us. And uh, oh. gotcha. Belichick actually Darn going it. to the Raiders. <laughs> Just living in this uh, vacuum chamber here. Sounds good, yeah, though. It does. I'm sold on it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, Steve, we also got this email from Dimitri. He says, are the 49ers better than the Ravens? The 49er-Ravens game was pretty terrible on the 49ers. Do you think that the Niners were not prepared and early mistakes cost them? Yeah, I think the mistakes cost them a, a- Purdy threw, I believe, four interceptions in that game. You can't be turning over the ball against a dominant team like the Ravens. The Ravens are really good, but they have to play from the lead. I think if they get down double digits in a game, I I don't view Lamar Jackson as a quarterback who can really bring this team back. So if the Raiders, I mean, the Niners can play clean football, not turn it over, get up early. And Christian McCaffrey, to me, causes a lot of problems for a lot of teams. And I just think the 49ers, player for player, are a stronger roster. Harbaugh has always done a great job with the Ravens. I, I just like the 49ers and their setup better than the Ravens. I think it'll be a very good team, very good game. Uh, but I still lean the 49ers as the best team in the NFL. 
So uh, Steve and Rob will be covering the remainder of the, uh, the, the the NFL season on the Mixed Picks podcast, which airs on Wednesdays at uh, 10 a.m. on Ooh. Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Uh, but, you know, if Rob is still out with the RSV, we'll, we'll push it off a little bit until he's well. But um, in the meantime, there will be uh, the coverage on the Mixed Picks podcast. And I believe, Steve, we're going to be talking to you again on Friday, right? Yes, that is my understanding as well. Awesome. So uh, do you mind covering the uh, the college championship game tonight between the Huskies and uh, the the Wolverines? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right, right now, Michigan's a five-point favorite over Washington. Washington has had an outstanding season this year. Uh, big surprise for many people. I mean, in the Pac-12 championship game on a neutral field, Oregon was a 10-point favorite over Washington. Washington still found a way to win that. But when you break down Washington, it's Michael Penix Jr. has been an unbelievable season for Washington. He's got great wide receivers, but Washington's defense has played a lot better lately, but earlier on in the season was very suspect. Michigan is the team I feel has been the best team in college football all season long. They have arguably the best offensive line. They have a really good defense. They're able to run the ball. And J.J. McCarthy's arguably one of the best quarterbacks Michigan has had uh, over the time. I'm not sold that McCarthy's really that good. But Michigan is just a physical team that wears their opponents down. You know, they're going to run the ball a lot because their goal is it may not be successful early on. But come that fourth quarter, the other team's going to be out of gas. I like Michigan to win this game. I think they are the better team. The one thing that worries me, though, is Penix and those wide receivers for the Huskies have had outstanding season. And can the Michigan secondary, you know, contain those wide receivers? If they can, then then I don't even think this game is going to be close. But if they can't, this game is going to go right down to the wire. But I still think Michigan is the better team. Uh, Are there any other sports that you'd like to cover? (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of letting you take the lead here, Steve. Uh, is there anything going on in the NHL? Uh, you know, the NHL, the NBA, they're they're still in their, you know, regular season. So there's not any top stories there. Um, you know, the Lakers have struggled after winning the mm-hmm. inaugural season, in-season championship. Haven't played very good basketball since. But it, it, it's a long season. So right now, yeah, I think is. the focus is... Today, obviously, on the college championship game, but let's bring on the NFL playoffs, yes. and uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, hopefully, the games will be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so maybe you can help me out, Steve. I've been watching a lot of the NBA lately. Um, the Kings lost terribly last night, by the way. Anyways, um, the yeah, my in-season... father-in-law turned it off. Oh, it was, was garbage. Like... We can't beat the Pelicans. <laughs> Anyways, other than that, with the in-season tournament, I know they did one. Is that all they're doing for the season in the NBA? Or are they doing another one as well, and then maybe a third? No, my understanding is it is just that one to start the season. And, and, you know, looking at it, when it was going on, everyone was talking about, oh, hey, maybe the team that wins the in-season, you know, tournament should get a first-round bye and automatically be in the playoffs. Well, right now you're looking at the Lakers. They're not even 500 team. They're sitting in 10th spot. Yeah. Do you really believe that they should have a bye in the first round of the playoffs? Nope. It, you know, type <laughs> of thing. So th- this is where I, and I enjoyed the in-season tournament as they hit 
like the final eight, the final four, and the championship game type of thing. But other than that, it was like, you know, this is just kind of a waste of time, and they're hyping nothing. And now that I've watched the Lakers just, you know, they're 3-7 and in their last 10, play like they have, it's like, okay, this is why no one really cared about the in-season tournament, because it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Now, did you see anything on your end, being a sports better with uh, people gambling on the in-season tournament to do a lot of business for Las Vegas and the gambling community? No, because all the games were just viewed as another game. They were part of the regular schedule. It was it was no different than betting any of the games tonight. I mean, tonight we got, you know, the Celtics playing the Pacers. It's It has just about the same attention on it. It was just more the media. Uh, they had to get the players to buy in, and by the end I thought they did have, for the most part, the players buy in because of the money they were putting at them if by chance you win it. But on the whole, from the fan standpoint, I don't think the fans really got it. I don't think they viewed it as anything different than a regular season game like the you know six games going on tonight in the NBA. So one more stupid non-sports person question for you, Steve. Do the wins for the in-tournament, uh, the in-season tournament, does yeah. it count towards their record? Or is it just like a separate standing altogether? Yes, it did count towards their records, and those were the games that they would have during the season versus those teams. So, again, as far as the standings go, it was no different than any other game. The only thing it was was we had a Final Four in Vegas and a championship game, and the Lakers get a, got a trophy, and now they're hanging a banner in their arena. Yes. Other than that, for the standings <laughs> part, it looks the exact same as every other season. Gotcha. Wow. All right, uh, Steve, I got one more question for you from Justin. He says, can Steve please comment on the Saints' final touchdown from this weekend's game? Uh, well, that caused controversy with the head coaches. The Falcons coach wasn't wasn't uh, a big fan. But really it came down to the Saints players said, you know what, this is for us. It, it wasn't Dennis Allen's call, although Dennis Allen gets the heat for it. The players just said, this is what we're going to do, and they did it. You know, you, you give them credit. It's the last game of the season. You know, no one wants to just lay down. So the Saints did what they did. It upset the Falcons. But end of the season, we got a lot of time off in order to get over it. Awesome. <laughs> all right, Steve, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the lead on this segment and covering all the playoffs and everything else that's going on in the sports world. We will talk to you again on Friday. Hey, um, and you'll also be doing the Mixed Picks podcast on Wednesday as long as Rob is uh, back and healthy. Well, thank you very much, and everyone have a wonderful week. You, you too. too. Thanks, Steve. Steve. Uh, Steve's the best. He is. And he's uh, also the champion of this year's uh, Pigskin Picks, so con yeah. congratulations to him. <laughs> Always. We're going to send him some <laughs> almond roca in the mail. Um, uh, just before we uh, hit the commercial break here, I wanted to read this last email from uh, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Oh, hi, Kyle. He says, wow, Kyle, you must be taking a huge pay raise and moving on from the show if you're on the Kings now, since we can't beat the Pelicans. Oh, no. Rob pays me pretty well. I'm not taking no pay raise. But yeah, it is my team, and we can't beat the Pelicans. God damn it. You can't light the beam if you can't beat the no, Pelicans. No, I can't. Oh, ah. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob Anybody. and Dawn Show.
Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. Cheery as ever, Engineer Bob. <laughs> we got this email to rad at radradio.com from Anthony. Hi, Anthony. It says, woot, woot. Y'all bitches are finally back. And yeah! guess, guess what? This handsome son of a gun also finally crawled out of the garbage can. <laughs> That's oh, right, blankers. I'm finally a better class of listener. Oh, welcome. Suck it, you garbage can maggots oh. eating out of waste. <laughs> yes. Anthony is a lucky member at members.radvideo.com who gets to now enjoy Rad TV in all its glory. Um, you can, too, if you don't have a membership. Or you can gift one to somebody uh, if you hate them, apparently. <laughs> And uh, you can uh, get them on some rad TV as well. We also got this from Rosendo. Hey, Rosendo. So happy y'all are back. Glad you got time off. You deserve it. But man, need my rad family back to make it through the days. Watching rad TV and boy, that picture of Rob looks how I feel (laughs) as I just finished a graveyard 16 and I believe that's the face I was making all the way home. Damn, yeah, that's tough. If you're a confused garbage listener and you want to know cough up the dough and become a better class listener at members.radradio.com to see it all on rad tv anyway love y'all gonna go die now (laughs) (laughs) yes rob's out with rsv and he's he and uh, his wife christina have been tossing it back and forth not in a fun way right (laughs) and uh so we have rob's cardboard cutout and uh, we have a we have a few to <laughs> choose from, just like a variety, one. just in case these these instances do happen. Yeah. Um, so I've decided to pick the one that makes him look most sick. <laughs> and so if you are watching on Rad TV, you can see uh, a poor Rob there with his headphones on and looking miserable. I was curious how you got the headphones to stay on so perfectly. I know like I, that. the headphones make it. That is like perfect. I super glued them to the cardboard cutout. <laughs> oh, just, perfect. Just to keep, yeah. Yeah. Nobody can use those headphones now. <laughs> just the cardboard cutout. Oops. Uh, just use Rob's corporate card to buy more. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy needs some new headphones. Thanks, Rob. Uh, let's get to some jokes. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, then you are. You can email your jokes to rad at radradio.com. And please do not call. You cannot tell jokes. Sorry. We're going to start with 13-year-old Athena. Yeah, 13. Growing up fast. She's always been 13. I feel like she hasn't moved on. Well, she's been, she was 12 for the longest was time, she? and that's oh. how we felt. And then she finally was 13. When do you turn yeah. 14, Athena? Damn. In a year. a year. Oh, she, did she just turn 13? Oh, no. I, I don't, from a year from when... Here's when she turns 14. A year from when she turned 13. Bingo. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Athena sent in her jokes, and they are as follows. I'm reading a new suspense thriller about a murder who strikes at EDM parties. It's by Dean Koontz, 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 Koontz. <laughs> My mother-in-law fell down a wishing well. I was amazed. I never knew they worked. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and she, her final one is, uh, who says romance is dead? A necrophilia. Uh, eh. oh, 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 that was yeah. great. Dead lay. Woo, oh, stiff. Oh, jeez. Oh, and we got these from 11-year-old Maddox, who has a joke for oh, us. Oh, hey, Maddox. What is an egg's favorite city? What? New York City. <laughs> That's cute. And then we got these from the Big D. 
He starts out uh, with, I hope everyone had a wonderful, relaxing vacation. Oh, we did. Thank you. Yes, thank you. As this week, I start my third quarter of my final year of the electrical apprenticeship, and I won't be able to listen live. Yeah, but good for you. I am looking forward to listening after class to hear about everyone's updates, especially Brandon's review of the Back to the Future on Broadway show. Oh, yeah. We still got to get to that. And his New York trip. Yes, we covered a little bit, uh, but there's so much to cover, so we're going to get... Get to the last bit of it uh, yeah, during the last part. Because we haven't show. finished the engagement story. I got engaged. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, he says, "I hope everyone enjoys." Uh, the big D says, "I hope everyone enjoys today's submission of dad jokes." What do you call a well-balanced horse? What stable? <laughs> what did the horse say after it tripped? <laughs> what help? I've fallen and I can't giddy up. Oh. God. Yeah. <laughs> How do you make an egg roll? How you push it? What do you call an angry carrot? What? A steamed veggie. <laughs> Time flies like an arrow. Uh, Fruit flies like a banana. God. That one doesn't even make sense. Uh, Fruit flies like bananas. Oh, Time the flies. flies. Yeah. yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my bad. It's okay. Uh, and then we got these uh, from Mackenzie. Hey, Mackenzie. Who says, I'm not a dad, so here are some mom jokes. Oh, yay. You know, we never really get any mom jokes around here. She's, uh, she says, uh, my husband accused me of stealing his thesaurus. Not only was I shocked, I was appalled, aghast, and dismayed. <sighs> my husband thesaurus. asked if I'd seen the dog bowl. I told him I never knew she did. <laughs> Yesterday, I couldn't tell if someone was waving at me or at the person behind me. In other news, I lost, lost my lifeguard job. <laughs> I told my husband he needs to embrace his mistakes, so he gave me a big hug. (laughs) I'm writing a book about reverse psychology. Don't read it. (laughs) Finally, she says, I wanted to start a new diet, but I have too much on my plate right now. And then we got these from Wendy. Hey, Wendy. My job is top secret, even though even I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> At my age, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've done it all. I just can't remember it all. <laughs> got a good old-fashioned yo mama joke here. Yo mama's so ugly, she goes to the dentist for a colonoscopy. Oh. <laughs> and then we got these from Radney. Hey, Radney. What celebrity is always ready to eat cereal? Who? Reese with her spoon. <laughs> I what? like Reese with her spoon. She's you hot. do? Yeah. I had oh. a crush on her a while ago. She's adorable. She annoys me. Like her acting just or just her as a person? Just her presence. She, yeah. Look, just, now that's weird because she's so bubbly and positive I, and you like positive. I think, but I think that's fake. I think it's, uh, a, it's a ruse. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. I, I'm sure she's a lovely person. It's, it's just possible. A, we can judge people based on what we see them in the movies She's stuff, probably but. a lot of your bless your heart. Oh. You know, she's from the South. Oh, yes. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Why did the non-binary person move west? Why? Because there's gold in them there hills. Oh. I've been starting to write my name in cursive. It's my signature move. (laughs) Someone took my antidepressant pills. I hope they're happy. (laughs) I have a scary joke about math, but I'm too squared to see it. (laughs) Say it. 
And finally, uh, I can't take my dog to the park anymore because the ducks keep biting him. Oh. I should have known. He's a purebred. If you got jokes, you can email them. That's all, folks. You can email them to rad at radradio.com. Let's play Trouble Trouble right now for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium. That's Friday, January 26th. Uh, we'll play you a three-second clip of a song for Treble Trouble, and you give us the title, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20, and if none of you know the title, Raspberry. <laughs> no winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble right now. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? <laughs> I didn't go, ah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. All new liners for 2024 from Engineer Bob. Um, but we got this email to red at radradio.com from Alec. Hey, Alec. So since you're back from the future, Brando, how was the show? Ah, yeah. Gosh, settle down. Let we'll go, get to the, the whole New York recap here in a second. Uh, yes, we went to see the Back to the Future on Broadway show. Um, and I'm not going to say anything yet because after we play Treble Treble, we'll get to more of the New York shenanigans. <laughs> We've got a pair of tickets to see. Settle down. We've got a pair of tickets to see uh, Jim Jeffries at the Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. Uh, for Treble Trouble, caller 18 is Bill. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Gabriel, you're caller 19. Good morning. Good morning. And Daniel, caller 20. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. For Treble Trouble, we have a folk song from 1978, and this song will get stuck in your head. You really oh, want- that's wrong. <laughs> I put it in right, right? Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah. okay. It felt, it felt right when you put it in. Oh, so Yeah. All right. Here we go. It's a folk song from 1978. So I'll cruise along all Again, this is a folk song from 1978, and this song will get stuck in your head. So I cruise along our way. All right, Bill, what do you think the song is? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Gabriel, who do you think it is? Village People? Well, who, what's, what song do you think it is? Uh, YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> stayed on theme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I don't really remember village people singing a folk song, but uh, it is a folk song from 1978. Daniel, what do you think it is? Walk with me. Mm. You lose. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never heard this song before. I do know the, the artist, Jimmy Buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Son of a Sailor is, yeah. is the song. If I knew, I might toss up my anchor. So I cruise along, always searching for songs. Not a lawyer, a thief, or a banker. But son of a son, son of a son, son of a son of a sailor. We got another chance for you to win Jim Jeffries tickets with Master of Movies at 9 o'clock. Uh, before we get to more of a New York City trip recap uh, that I that I have holding back. Slowly melting down as a human being. Well, I mean, uh, we had so much time off. I, aren't you starting to feel like the tiredness? Oh my God! Yeah, like <laughs> come on now. I, I I stayed up late. I woke up late, and it was great. Um, so I'm I'm getting acclimated to yeah. to waking up early and making those wheels turn. Yeah. Um, so Pete has an attaboy for Kyle. I think. What do I get an attaboy for? Well, you're about to hear it. Okay, cool. <laughs> He says, welcome back, anybody. I wanted to give a sarcastic thanks to whomever put together the audio files for the last Christmas break. Right before the Christmas weekend, you people played that crazy lady singing There's a Hole in the Sky song where it got stuck in my head. And to my misfortune, I had gotten sick at the time. Uh, Fast forward to Christmas Eve night. I was next to my hug, next to my toilet, hugging it, half humming and half crying to myself. There's a hole in the sky where the tree wants to. <laughs> Somebody's making money. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh. Shaking my head. Um, I couldn't get it out of my head. Thinking back, uh, thinking back on it now, it seems very funny. Yes, it seems funny now that you're not hugging your, right. your toilet. And that yeah. song would make it worse, how you feel. Yeah, and I think oh we, uh, yeah, so if you want to get this song stuck in your head and if you're nursing a hangover, I, apparently this is the perfect song to hear. Uh, so here's the original version of the oh, Hole no. in the Sky song. <laughs> There's an unwelcome sight in the neighborhood. A developer is being greedy. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood. Such a lack of life and sound. All that's left is bare, muddy ground. A magnificent tree was murdered. The mighty dollar cut it down. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. I have never wanted to be on a city council more just for that. Yeah, it was some some oh kook at uh, at a Washington state uh, council meeting where yeah. she was protesting the removal of a tree. That's right. And uh, she was a former punk rock singer back in her day. <laughs> Didn't really sound punk rock there. 
So every time I do throw that segment in, there's a part one and two to it as well. And then there's the Christmas edition later on. So there's really oh. three segments. But when I do throw those segments into the best ofs, I always am curious to know how many people am I upsetting? But apparently I'm not. He was hung no. over our letter writer and he was totally cool with it, which is kind of shocking, honestly. I no. thought he would have hated it. No, it's a classic. It, it is. It just makes you smile and laugh. And what I think is better, <laughs> uh, there, there was a, a news program. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He was a... He was on Fox News for a while, and then he left. Um, I can't remember. But they put together this um, this musical version of oh, it, which slaps so hard. So yeah. I got to play it just, just because uh, it's a selfish request. Yeah. <laughs> There's an unwelcome sight in the neighborhood. A developer is being greedy. Wait for the There's drop. A hole in the sky where a tree <laughs> once stood. For it. Such a lack of light and sound. All that's left is bare, muddy ground. A magnificent tree was murdered. The mighty dollar cut it down. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. so good that felt good <laughs> i could see somebody you know how uh trans-siberian orchestra has those oh. famous oh. songs that people use to light yeah. up their their lighting displays on christmas yes. their house and it's all choreographed oh to gosh. the music i would love to hear somebody do that yes. as a choreographed light scene <laughs> it would be epic uh <laughs> this is that guy whoever was we can't think of his name from the news program this that was his best work yeah absolutely yeah he, he wore glasses and he was kind of like a he was a total. Was he one of the there. correspondents on the street or something? No, like one of those he, guys they, that do. Oh, I can't think of it, but it, he was he was he had his own show. He was just kind of he was really out there. And now he just does his own radio show on his own. Platform. Oh, you're talking Tucker Carlson? T- no, no, the oh, other yeah. guy, Chris other, Wallace. No, he's young. No, he's no, old. He's not young. Yeah, he's, he's old. got he's got Don gray. Lemon. No, <laughs> that's CNN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll remember it, or somebody will write in and and we'll Glenn we'll Beck. It. Yes. Thanks. Oh, the Glenn, Glenn Beck show. Really? Glenn Beck Beck did it, or one of his people that worked with him. His created. one of his minions. One of his but minions. Okay, Glenn yeah, Beck yeah. show is where I got that. Okay. Back yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank you. That was going to bother me all day. There was uh, a lot on the Google list. I didn't know which one it was. <laughs> did you just Did you just look up Kook? Yeah, I did. Fox News guy who left, and then it said, um, of course, Tucker Carlson, and then there was another one from the week and it had the right name on there hmm. all right <laughs> oh, cool thank you kyle yeah. Welcome. uh so over vacation rob was kind enough to send me and my family as a uh, as a gift to new york city and we were talking earlier about the the first class flight that we took there so nice. it was so nice and I, I i was texting rob while i was in first class saying i don't want to travel any other way ever again it is yeah. it is just so nice but just got to be realistic. That will probably be oh. the the first and only time so that my family and I will will do it. But you know, maybe down the road when I become independent wealth, independently wealthy, you, you never know though. Because during that little transition, it wasn't twenty twenty. Uh, it's 2021. Remember, like airline flights were like slashed. Oh yeah, the prices were slashed. Yeah. And my sister in laws and I were taking a trip, and I had to meet him in Phoenix, and um, I was like. 
honestly, like to to fly regular, whatever the heck that coach. Coach. Yeah. yeah it it, it was it was only gonna, it was going to cost me like fifty bucks more to do first class. That's how much they had slashed. Them. That's crazy. And I'm like, eh, first class, Hell you know, yeah. because otherwise it's so much more. Mm-hmm. And even with the short flight like that. It's just, oh my gosh, yeah. there's so much room. So much nicer. So and, much and room. The, we had meals oh. for the uh, the time, Ooh. like on both flights. We yeah. had uh, we had a breakfast on the way there, and what then we had a lunch. The yeah. breakfast, were they good? Oh yeah, they were yeah. decent. Like I was not expecting much. I was expecting like an airplane, you know, the movie, like kind of a, a jokingly, just a silly little little uh, microwave meal. But right. it actually turned out well. There was uh, some braised uh, beef. On one Whoa. of them, there was a really good uh, egg dish that, that, that they had, and Damn. had a lot of veggies, and they had this weird, like, dual-color hummus for, like, your veggie dip, oh, okay. and it didn't taste good at all. Oh. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of picky with my hummus. It has to be super spicy, first oh, of all, all right. um, but, yeah, that was the only downside to it, but the uh, the drinks were flowing. <laughs> I... I, I I allowed myself to beverage over vacation. I was taking a break for a while, and yeah. I, I'm back on the break. I'm doing the whole dry January thing, and um, my, it's a it's a thing my fiance and I want to do. But yeah. over the break, I, I decided to have a few, especially when they're free and unlimited uh, in yeah. first class. Oh, what they're unlimited? Yeah. yeah. And uh, my uh, our our nine year old Bella, she she was just I have a picture of her who looks like she has her tablet out and she's got an apple juice in like a cocktail glass oh, so it looks like she's on business like <laughs> in first class with her whiskey with her whiskey yeah it, it's a really adorable picture oh, that's great um but yeah it was it was great i think the the worst part about flying first class is that we couldn't sit together because there were only two seats in each row yeah um, so i couldn't like be with my people i'd like kind of just always keep glancing Did over and checking in them or yeah. were they behind you across yeah, okay, so it's same row it wasn't bad i yeah. mean i'm i'm really tr- digging to find bad parts about this trip because yeah. all of it was amazing we talked about how like to to experience something at such a young age right yeah. like she has flown first class at nine she and she's gotten <laughs> vip <laughs> tickets to shows oh, no. and like i'm really setting myself up <laughs> with a high bar yeah for the remainder of her life. And she, you, she just expects it now, you, you know? You never know, though, because, like, my, my oldest sister, she's she's pretty bougie, and she did all kinds of bougie stuff, always with the kids growing up. They had the best of everything, experienced things. You, you just shouldn't as a kid, right? So young or whatever. But she was having fun with it because we were so poor. She wanted to give her kids everything. Yes. And her one, her one of my nieces, just like my sister, the other one, though, uh, that girl can camp on the. She has traveled to Europe and they've just pulled over on the side of the road and slept on the ground. Like nice. she, material objects do not matter to her at all. As a matter of fact, growing up, my sister, you know, the punishment of I'm going to take all your stuff away did not work with my niece Katie. She's like, <laughs> fine, take it. Oh, yeah. I don't have a cell phone. Whoop de doo. Right. Take my bed. Take my tea. Like she does not care That's... about material possession. She's very just nature and. Uh, yeah, that's a rare breed. Hippie, just yeah. yeah, she could care less. And she was given all that treatment growing up. And my sister's like, I don't understand her. She had the best of everything, and now she doesn't even care. Yeah, it, like, it, nope. It, it's good to get that perspective early on. So that's why we balance things out. Like we go rough it camping, and yeah. we, we just tent camp, and we do we break it down to the bare bones. So we try to do the balance thing of okay, we we can do these special things sometimes, but not all the time. Uh, like we yeah. went uh, we went to a couple of movies over over Christmas break and we went uh, we finally discovered the D box which is the movable seats 
Oh, like, okay. While you're watching it, it moves along with the movie. Oh. It, it was really cool. Does that, it make you motion sickness? I was it, thinking that, too. My my fiance Nicole, she is prone to motion sickness. Yeah, so she's same. had to turn it down because you can you can change the intensity of the movement. Yeah. Oh. So there's like it's like a volume thing or like a massageable chair. Oh, like, like a, oh, when you go to get a pedicure, a lot of times they'll just automatically take the remote because they think you're going to want it on. And I'm like, no, like, I don't even want that chair on. I'm like, stop it. The massage chair. The massage chair. I hate it. I don't really? want that. Oh. oh, I cannot stand that vibration on my back. Yeah. Oh, that'd it be weird. annoys the hell out of Especially me. Especially when they're playing with your feet and your back tingling. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I'd probably, I'd probably kick one of them on accident. <laughs> Dick will do much. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't do a pedicure because my feet are beautiful beyond ticklish yeah. that's the only part of me that like you you get me and and i will kick like i have to warn people do <laughs> yeah. not touch my feet unless you want to keep your front well, teeth and you can tell them not to like massage too much because if you're ticklish but you have to tell them a million times because they're so used to doing that yeah they just automatically start doing it because yeah. they're just doing their job you're like no <laughs> please stop. uh I, I don't remember what got us off on the that movie thing. you're the in movie. oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so that's like a, a, a version of like doing something every once in a while or when we can yeah uh, we went and saw migration the new uh illumination animated show it's yeah. it's a bunch of ducks who oh. don't want to leave their pond and then oh. they they discover oh well, there's a lot more world to discover oh. and uh so they're they're flying south but they end up going north um no they do fly south and they end up in new york city and getting all these hijinks and it was one of those <laughs> those d-box things and so yeah. flying along with the ducks was really cool um, but that's a, what a good lesson, though, right? Yeah. To teach you to like, right? Like the metaphor that like leave your, get out outside of where you're used to growing up and being, yep. and see what else is out there. Get out of your comfort get zone. Get out of your comfort yep. zone. Get yeah. on my plate, you duck. Mm, I'm some peaky <laughs> There's duck that now. too. Yeah, there was there was a, a good bit about duck all orange in that in that uh, in that movie. It, it's it. So they end up in this chef's uh, building where the the chef's specialty he's like a maniacal chef and his specialty is duck a l'orange and so the the parrot that they're trying to free i'm not really giving any spoilers here it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a silly kids movie it's not that great i would wait till it comes out you don't have to see it in theater or anything yeah. but we did and uh it, it was just the duck a l'orange jokes were pretty good okay on a side note sorry you're getting me off on a a, yeah, a different road, and then we can get back to this because you're reminding me of because ducks, birds. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever heard? I have never heard this in my whole life, and and why would I? Right? So why shouldn't we say whole life in, in my recent adult life? So my one of my godsons, he had went to San Diego for a basketball tournament. And we were asking him how it was, and they won the championship. Whoop whoop. But yeah. then I was like, well, you know, and but how was the trip? And he's like, yeah, it was fine, but uh, there weren't any birdies. And I was like, mm -hmm. what? I'm all, Bert, what, what is that? And I think that's what he said, but I'm so bad with like, I don't, it, uh, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, they're girls. Oh. That's what they call girls now. Yeah. And, and, and apparently, so his sister's older. She's in college oh, now. Baddies. Huh? Like baddies, baddies, like maybe. But, like, but, but birdies, like but, we're going bird hunting. Oh. And I'm like, it's a slang I didn't know. They're like, you never heard that. I'm like, why would I hear that? Right. <laughs> but then from you guys, and they don't usually share, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But like, I was like, what? He's like, oh yeah, we got to make sure we have the right bird seed. And I'm just like, what? Stop. What okay, they kept going with the bird thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. Just filling me in, and I'm like, I'm like, how do girls feel about being called this? Right? <laughs> like they know it, they're fine, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm... I, I, I never heard this. I think that's the least offensive. Uh, like 
words you could use yes, to describe a, a woman? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or hoes or sluts. Exactly. I'd rather be called a birdie if I were given the choice. Right? Um, like, huh. So uh, when we when we flew into New York, um, we didn't run into any birds, thankfully. <laughs> Um, by the way, did you did you see the the footage of the Alaskan Airlines uh, flight that had to make an emergency landing? Uh, I, I saw a photo, the, the, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I just don't because I'm already I already hate flying. A panel from the side of the plane just fell off, and oh. it wasn't even like the the uh, the emergency exit. It was this just is the, as they're flying, as right? they're flying. Yeah. So there's footage of people in the plane filming the 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 wide open space in the middle of the plane. While everybody's got their oxygen mask on because it depressurized, no. and they landed safely. No, and but could you imagine? No. like the wind, <laughs> no. the the sound. No, I, I don't know how. I, I how did they not fly off the plane? Oh. How did it not suck them out of the plane? You know, I don't know because it looked like that row had somebody missing, oh. but they, that would definitely be a part of the story. Like, yes. oh, they landed safely, oh, everybody's oh, fine, God. but it ended up yeah. grounding all oh. of the, that type of plane, like all the, the 747 MAX or whatever. So all Super. those planes have been grounded so that they can uh, think about what they've done. <laughs> Curious to know what that plane smelled like. I know that it was it was oh, like yeah. it missed was missing a panel and everything, oh. but I'm sure there was a foul stench of everybody oh, who hey. probably oh, went yeah. number two thinking they were gonna die. Oh, every bowel movement you could have, I would have had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ones, God. the twos, the threes. The but see the at least the window oh. was open, so there so it, it let the air out, right? So it's not the recirculating doo-doo air. <laughs> so at least they had that going for them. Um, sorry, that was the total sidebar, and I, I haven't gotten to any of this oh, man, update I mean, about like, New York City. You, and you want to think, okay, that that is the most I'm going to experience this year, right? Like you got your troubles out of the way. <laughs> it has like, to be. The rest of the year should be. Listen, you already paid a high price. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we got this uh, email from Sky. Hey, Sky. It says I had the pleasure of flying first class when traveling to the UK, and Damn. we got to lay down oh. all the way like a cocoon. Oh. It was amazing. Oh, even just having actual glasses and cutlery was super cool. Yeah. Man. Uh, oh, and they said cutlery. Uh, Wait. A yeah, what? yeah. I had a full-on knife and fork in first. They let class. you have a knife. Apparently, in first class, they believe nobody's <laughs> gonna try to take over the plane because they're high class. <laughs> so I got to wow. fly first class one time. It was when I flew over to Amsterdam. It was Philadelphia to inter- Amsterdam International Airport. I get into the 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 airport and I'm trying to check in for my seat. Well, somebody's in my seat. Go back to the lady. I'm like, yo, what's up? They're like, mistake on our end. Here, we'll give you a seat in first class. And nice. I was like, oh, baller, well, let's nice go. Yeah. That's the so way to get it. I'm 18 at the time, and we're flying over international seas, so I think it's okay to get the champagne, and I'm trying to order the booze, and they wouldn't <laughs> let me because I was still 18. They're like, you still have to be 21. I'm like, but we're flying to a country where I'm allowed to, well, and we're thinking. over the ocean, so right. why is it a problem? It's yeah. pirate law. I was still told no. Oh. So the only reason I have flown first class uh, numerous times is because back in the day, um, I, there's no way. I know they don't still do this, but um, back in the day when our show used to be in Seattle, there was a time we'd go back and forth between Sacramento and Seattle. And you could wait until 
it's probably about half hour before the flight to an hour. You'd go up to the counter and ask if there were any first class available, and if there were, you paid twenty five bucks. That's it. What? That's it. Holy. They wanted twenty five dollars more. I mean, this is going way back. Oh yeah. This yeah. is like back early, when cigarettes like were a nickel. The year two thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, my God, it's twenty four years ago. So Jeez. yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Ugh. And I hated when I went up there and they're like, eh, it's all sold out. Cause like, and they had the look because everyone does it, right? They're like, got any more left? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> good to know. Left. Yeah, I don't know if they, I don't think they do that anymore. I, don't, I stopped asking. Yeah. The way, I, yeah. I, I think that those kinds of things kind of went the way of the dodo. <laughs> yeah. Now, everything is just so much more 9 11 happened. Yeah. And it all changed. Yep. Um, uh, well, we got this email from uh, Tyler to rad at radradio.com. God damn it. What? Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. He hates Tyler. Kyle versus Tyler. It's a thing. <laughs> it's probably a terrible email. Uh, it is. Uh, but it actually is actually a little helpful because Don was talking about your. Nephew, godson, godson. who uh, was referring to ladies as birdies. Yeah, birds. Um, yeah. Or birds. Um, yeah. So Tyler says maybe they were calling the girls snipes like they do on the show Letterkenny. No. So they call them snipes. They go no. snipe hunting. No. Nope, not that. Okay. He clearly was saying the birds. How about, uh, bah, bah, bah. it's from Chris. I don't know about recent times, but when I used to travel to the UK about eight years ago, locals would call women birds, as in, look at that lovely bird. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's where these kids are getting it from. I don't know. Are you sure you're not hearing baddie, like for bad bitch? I am 100% sure, especially when he said bird seed. Yeah. That, oh. That kind of gives it away, because there's yeah. no bad seed. Right. <clears throat> but Rebecca says, birds is an old UK slang for girls. I used to watch old episodes of Are You Being Served and Red Doff. Whatever that is. And that's where I first heard the term. Okay, so this so, is where the kids are getting it yeah, from. They must apparently. be watching Doctor Who. <laughs> and they're, that's where they're getting it from. But we also talked about the uh, Alaskan Airline flight where the panel just, just fell oh. off of the, uh, the plane mid-flight. So they had to turn around and do an emergency landing. Everybody's okay, apparently. But Jennifer says, I heard a little boy's shirt was pulled off of his body. What? A little boy's shirt? From the wind? Fell off his body. Oh, my God. And he didn't have his... his shirt buttoned up. Oh. But I mean, God. that's the worst thing. Then, then yeah. I think that's okay. But still, that'd be scary for him. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. We'll get more to the uh, New York recap. I, I got to stay on schedule here, but we're just going way <laughs> off the rails today. To uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. Hey. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. In the previous segment, we were uh, having a pseudo scares in the air uh, segment where oh. I brought up the Alaska airline flight that had a panel of the plane just fall off mid-flight, just after it took off. So they, had turned, they were able to turn around and make an emergency landing. Everybody's okay except for the one little boy's shirt, which apparently... Apparently flew off. Poor little guy. Yeah, um, but uh, Bearson actually wrote in because the uh, that that particular model of that Alaska Airlines plane 
all of that that model were all grounded, like all across the nation, just so they could do safety inspections on that particular oh, type yikes. of plane. Yeah. Um, but Barrison wrote in and said, that damn flight ruined my entire day of travel. Oh, no. I'm heading to Boston from Reno, Tahoe for a business meeting, and I'm currently stuck in Denver since my flight was canceled because it is the same model as the one that broke. Oh, no. And they have grounded all of the same models. But that's a great airport. Denver? Yeah. It oh, is. I love that airport. Yeah, it's one of the major hubs. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. much going on in that airport. Lots of shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will now be grabbing a 10 a.m. airport beer because time does not exist in airports. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Exactly. You are allowed to drink whenever you want. Yes. So true. That is true. Hopefully you get uh, to Boston safely and hopefully uh, your plane panel doesn't fall off. <laughs> that is one of the funny things. It could be 10 in the morning and you pass a bar in an airport. It is packed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There are some bars oh, and some airports that don't open until like seven o'clock. Like there, there's like that that twilight hour um, where the bar has to close. Um, and I've been to to this airport, one of the local ones, and they they close down all the bars until like six a.m. Oh, and I was there at like four. Yeah. You know, if they expected to get my Bloody Mary, was it like you know? the law probably? My, yeah, stupid law. Damn oh laws. yeah, you're not allowed to serve until six a.m. That is a <laughs> thing. Okay. California, right. it's a California thing. Okay. I wonder if it's not the same thing in other airports. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about. They should about, be lawless. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's like international waters. Like Kyle was trying to get away with when I he was, was flying to Europe. <laughs> yeah. He's Inter- over international waters. But I guess it's not a good idea for airports. <laughs> Well, I'm not flying the plane. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah lawless. Right. Sec- yeah. yeah, lawless. Security. Yeah, right. You got to make all sure. All of that. Yeah, make sure yeah. you don't have anything in your keister right. uh, that's illegal. You don't want to be a mule. Uh, so we were talking about uh, New York City in our flight, and that's really how we got off on that tangent is we're, uh, bragging about going first class. It was awesome. Um, but uh, I also mentioned earlier in the show that I had planned on popping the question at some point in December uh, to my now fiance, Nicole. And uh, I, part of that process, I had to order, I ordered the ring online. So the, the, the ring had to be delivered and I didn't want it to be delivered to my house because she, Nicole has the access to see all the, the mail that's coming in through the email that the post office sends. Yep. So I had uh, Rob be my uh, courier, and so I got it delivered to him, and it got lost in the mail a little bit, <laughs> um, and it, it freaked me out. It was yeah, like three of days of like not knowing what was, uh. what was going on. Uh, but fortunately, I, I got it, and um, I, I was planning on popping the question in New York after Rob gifted us the trip to go see the Back to the Future Broadway show, and um, so I just thought it would be a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but Josh wanted to weigh in because he had a delayed engagement ring story as well. Oh, no. Because I had a similar experience to Brandon's and a delayed ring in the mail. I just said that. <laughs> I was planning to propose to my now wife on a cruise. The ring was supposed to arrive two weeks before our flight departure to port. Unfortunately, I got notification that it was delayed, Ah. which made me panic a bit. The worst happened, and it never arrived in time. Though before we left, I went to Walmart and bought a cheap $5 ring that I used to propose to my wife on the cruise. Nice. I laugh now, but at the time, I had to nervously tell my wife that the ring wasn't the true engagement ring. We laughed together after the proposal and me telling what happened, and she even wore the cheap ring the remaining of the cruise. Yeah, I would, never, I would never get rid of that ring. Yeah, that's special. Yeah, that is so sweet. And I love that. I mean, you're on a cruise. If you're doing like all the excursions and stuff, you don't yeah. want that fancy ring on your finger right. that you could potentially get it lost while you're jet skiing or something right. in Barbados. 
Um, so it, I, I, I'm grateful that it all worked out, but I would have done something like that too. Yeah. Um, and for, unfortunately, you know, we, we sized our, our ring fingers cause I needed to know what size hers was in order to get the correct uh, ring. And it's a little big. It showed up a little loose. Yeah. Um, and there's a missing stone on it. No! So, oh, I hate that. Not not like one of the big ones, so it yeah. still looks super flashy, but it's like yeah. one of the little small ones. And so she's bummed because she's going to be without it for about oh. a week or two when we send it back to get fixed. Yeah. Fortunately, the company that we went through is just amazing, and they, they, they cover everything, and Good. They're, they're awesome. So she's gotten these uh, silicone band rings that she's going to wear just, just in, Perfect. in, in yeah. place. Um, but you know, I, I like the idea of like a cheap ring, like something like that. Like if, even if you're not of means where you can go out and get, a you know, drop a couple thousand yeah. dollars on a, on an engagement ring, probably more for people, you know, who have the, the real diamonds. Yeah. Um, Nicole decided that she wanted a moissanite. So it's like a little clearer than a diamond and it's, it's a lab grown. Yeah, that's like a thing rock. for sure. So many people are doing that. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's cool. I mean, it's yeah. cool for me because it didn't cost me 20,000, you yeah. know? Um, but I, I appreciate that. And she, she chose that because that's just the style that she wants. I, I have to say like, um, uh, going through all of that, it, it's, it's so, it's so, I don't know if funny is the word or weird or what, I don't know. It's probably just life changes. It, it looking back on how important it was to me to have a particular ring. Yeah. You know, like it was so important, yeah. you know, and I, and I wasn't like a bitch or snotty about it, but it was like the ring was so important, you yeah. know, it was just so important. And it, and I'm not saying it isn't because I'm not saying a wedding ring isn't important, but I'm saying like the cost, the size, like all of that. It just mm-hmm. it really plays zero. It plays zero part yeah. in the success of your marriage yeah. or your or your wedding and just your whole marriage. Right. So it's just it's such a minute. It's like this big thing that seems like it matters. And then as you go on, it's the smallest thing that really, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. 21 years later, whatever. I mean, it's beautiful. I'm grateful. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you know, I, I probably could have just done a band. It, it, you know, and sometimes I just wear the band, you know, because it's just, yeah. Like Motley Crue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just like how the, the all that stuff is like plays no part in the success of marriage, yeah. neither does what you actually say during a proposal. Oh, oh yeah. how'd that go, by the way? I, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I got this email to rad at radradio.com from Adam. Hi, Adam. It says, Brando, congrats on the engagement. I proposed to my now wife in Central Park at the ice rink back in 2008. Uh-huh. And all is well, all these years later, wishing the best for you and your now fiancé. What, is, are you giving me the seal of approval? It's because that ice rink. Yes. Your, yeah, that, that's the good luck charm. <laughs> yeah. um, so what I, I mentioned earlier that we went to the Upper West Side, had some lunch, and we walked through the majority of, of Central Park, which took most of the day. So we got to the uh, ice rink around dinner time, and so we, we went skating for about an hour, and uh, our nine-year-old Bella had enough. She was ready to go, but she needed a hot dog. And fortunately, uh, she because she hated all the New York style hot dogs because they're <laughs> so they're primarily beef hot dogs. Uh, we found a pork one in 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 the ice, uh, ice rink cafe. Nice. So we took that out, and I'm feeling like okay, we're done ice skating. We're, we're transitioning to the next phase of our of our evening, and this just feels like this is the right moment. <gasps> so we exited the park, and she's and Bella's got her hot dog, and she's taking forever. <laughs> To eat this damn hot dog, I I I I'm just watching her take, she she she's like a she takes little mouse bites of everything. Yeah, that's just how she eats. 
And so I'm just like thinking in your mind after she's done. Exactly. You want to do it. And of course, she's because I I wanted her to be a part of it. And and she knew it was was coming because even during the trip, she she waited another time because I had had told her um, in October that it was going to be sometime in December. And then so she already got it in her mind. Okay, it might be in New York. And so while we were in New York. She kind of leaned over at me and said, oh, so are you going to do it today? Aww. And I said, no, you, you, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to do it, um, knowing that I was going to do it at the Central Park. Yeah. And so she finally finishes her hot dog. <laughs> and she's giving her, her garbage stuff, like all of her, her juice box and her, and, her, and her hot dog garbage, to uh, my now fiancé, Nicole. And I was like, well, put, that, put that down. Right, put yeah, that yeah. Down. <laughs> and... and She's looking at me like, what? what? Why? I'm, I'm going to go throw this away. And I said, I just wanted to get, take a moment and uh, enjoy this this spot. And I honestly do not remember anything that I said. I, I don't remember. It was something to the effect of you all, uh, you both have improved my life dramatically and you make me want to be a better person every day. And I something, something, something. And I, I pulled out the ring and the oh. box that I got because I didn't travel with the actual ring box. I, I traveled with a narrow version of a, of a ring box so that you can keep it a little bit discreet. Yeah. And it actually had a cool feature where when you open it up, there's a light shining down on the ring. Ooh. So oh, it's I love like that. sparkly Extra as you open sparkly. it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's like that scene from Pulp Fiction when they open the, uh, <laughs> the briefcase and it's all gold. Yeah. yeah similar to that. Were you um, on one knee? I was. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. dropped down on a knee yeah. in a, a very muddy part of the park. <laughs> Um, and I, I wanted to make sure we were nowhere near like a garbage can and it's cause there was a lot of like, it, it was the exit yeah. of the, of the, uh, the, the, the skate park. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff around. Uh, but in the background, there's this, there's this bridge in the park and you can hear the horses clopping oh, of their horse drawn carriages. Oh and, and I got down on one knee and I, I popped the question and like, she, she just lost it and said yes. Aww. And, uh, and she was so excited. And yes. we, so we got to take a picture right after the fact. And so she's glowing. And uh, But nobody, <laughs> yeah. like, applauded. I was waiting for somebody to be like, yeah, look at that. They're not even paying attention. No, no. There were, like, a couple of groups of people. It must be, like, a regular thing for that spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, that was it. I mean, I didn't really have anything extravagant it's planned so other than that but it was, it, was perfect. it was for us and it, it worked out well and yeah. and it's something we look back on fondly and uh the rest of the night was spent walking out uh along rockefeller center Aww. uh we went to an amazing steak dinner Yum. um i can't i gotta i gotta get the name of this place um and to to, to mention them give them a shout out because it's like this family-owned italian restaurant oh love it, already it is it's like wood wooden floors old decor there's a there was a table of of gentlemen behind us like old dudes who do this like on every sunday type of thing yeah like yeah. They, they always get together and they were just hooting and hollering <laughs> spilling drinks everywhere and just oh, having the best time yeah. you could tell like the the uh the people that were running the restaurant were regulars with them yeah and i stupidly uh I had a dirty martini with dinner. Yes, uh, with along with a uh, a, a nice, oh, the, the most perfect, perfect steak that oh, I've ever had in my life. Like, wow, it, New York pizza, right? Steak at this particular place in uh, New York City. I I, I want to go back there again. You but still dream about that? Steak. I do, I do. <laughs> and so I had my dirty martini and my goofy butt. I 
spill it all over the place, all over the... And the, the people there were just so nice. Like, they deal with that kind of thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we had just the best day and evening after that. We went to FAO Shorts where <gasps> Bella got to go play with all the toys. And it's not like it was in Big. It's definitely gotten more it's it's modernized of course because sure. big was back in the 80s but yeah there was no keyboard to dance on oh, damn it i know i was looking forward to that part um but all COVID. The, all, all, maybe <laughs> but uh, i mean there was no sign of covid or covid awareness at this they were people were like a tuna can in that, that is you know? fabulous because new york was uh, they were hit so hard yeah. you know it was like lockdown lockdown mm. so that's great to hear mm-hmm. also the store with all the toys is not gimbals is that the one that the, in home alone oh, to so, where he goes to and they got the old school cash register at the front yeah gimbals is fao shorts but the, apparently maybe they didn't get the rights to oh. say fao shorts so they called it gimbals Didn't gimbals an elf Oh, is it Gimbal's and Elf? I don't know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, Kyle, and it wasn't, it, maybe Gimbal's. No, but you're right. He, I mean, obviously you're right. He does yeah. go to a, the, the, a the toy, toy store. store. Yeah. But right, was it Gimbal's? Same kind Home of Alone. Same kind of thing. Yeah, Kyle's going to look it up. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we, we ended up doing that, and we we, uh, we walked all along. Uh, we saw the tree at Rockefeller Center. We tried to get into SNL uh, at, at the uh, NBC yeah. headquarters at, at Rock, uh, 30 Rock. And that was really cool for me because I got to like walk back in time. That The whole building and, and the areas where you can walk are really old school art deco, really dark. Um, uh, just everything, every, all the tile, all the walls, everything was, it felt so cool to be even close to what they yeah. do there. Oh, wow. Um, but I asked one of the guards, uh, one of the security guys, uh, if I could go, CSNL. He's, I was like, "What? Are you are you inviting us in?" Because they were like, "Hey, come on in." Right, I think yeah. it was like an overflow, or you're on a waiting list to go see Jimmy Fallon or something. And I said, "Oh, Saturday Night Live." And he said, "Yeah, but not today because it's Monday." <laughs> <laughs> Oof! I am truly on vacation. So, uh, oh man, that's great. Yeah, all all the walking around that we did was was amazing. So oh, yes, man. I got I got engaged, and and we're talking about having a wedding sometime this year. <gasps> oh, that, yeah, that was the next question. Nicole's uh, diving deep into the planning already. Oh, and, I love nice. that. And so she's gotten to the point where uh, she's talked about it a lot every day. And, of course, and yes. I, and I, I love her so much, but I, I'm not like that big of a planner. Uh, yeah. I, I the things I care about for a wedding are food, entertainment, and uh, somewhat of the organizational stuff. But like color schemes and everything, I I don't really need to worry about that. Right. Just need to know for you, the your tuxedos. job is just to sit there and act like you're hearing all of it because yeah. we we love all of it. So she yeah. she <laughs> politely and kindly said, "Do you just not want me to talk about all this with you? Just to, because I could tell you're going to start getting annoyed." <laughs> I said, yeah, I mean, I, I like to talk about it, but then we had that discussion. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. only want to deal about deal with this stuff, and right. you can worry about all the other stuff. Fortunately, yeah. her sister <laughs> is all in on helping her planet, so oh, now fun. that attention has been diverted over there. That's fun for them. <clears throat> yeah, so, and I, I'm re- I can't wait to start talking about what we're going to do. I mean, if even if it's interesting. Um, I, I don't sure. know if it's interesting. I'm sure but, it is. Uh, it's going to be a really cool way of, of bringing like the most important people in, in my life now. And I've realized that I think Kyle was talking about it last year where um, 
you've cut down your your friend group. Oh yeah, to the more <laughs> to the more important people. You know, less yeah, you tertiary. Stay out of trouble. Basically, there's just you know people you need to grow away from. And I, yeah, definitely, I, I cut back, went down to basically just just family. To be honest, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I have been. I, and I think that's that's a good course of action to do because I was kind of bummed when we were going through our guest list because we had to make up a guest list just to get an idea of how many sure yeah because we've already picked there. we've picked the location it's a great location um it's going to be a small intimate type of thing but um i was bummed because i don't really have any friends you know like a lot of the friends that i've had have just gone in their own direction and it's right. not because of any animosity it's or just anything, what happened yeah. Yeah. yeah and and she's like well it's not Nicole said it's not high school anymore. Right. You know, like it doesn't it's not the quantity, it's the quality. No, and absolutely. Yeah, you know, like it kind of clicked like that. And so that's how the whole thing is gonna go down. That'll but be beautiful. It then. will be. It will yeah. be. Um but I don't know where I was going with that. Your chances of looking back on your photos thirty years, twenty five years from now, your chances of still having good relations with those people are gonna be a lot higher. Yes. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You know, because that you hear so much from people that you know got married younger or or even older, whatever, and it was big and and not that big weddings are bad. They're not, you know. It's like what whatever whatever speaks to each person's heart. But they'll be like, okay, well I don't even talk to this person or that person. Mm-hmm. This person's not even in our life anymore because just the natural progression of life, yeah. how that just you know happens. So the MVPs so, are going to be there, and yeah. it's like I I'm I, this might be news to my dad who might be listening today, <laughs> uh, but I I want him to be my best man. Oh. And, that is, that's what Gary did. Uh, My husband has yeah, dad, his dad is the best man. And I, because we didn't want that whole, you know, wedding party thing, or we, we just yeah. didn't want any of that, you know, and it was very small and just family and, um, yeah, so I ha- my mother-in-law was standing with me, and his dad was standing with him, and That's that was great. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's going to be just two people on each each side for both of us, so it'll yeah. be my dad and hopefully my, my friend Devin, who is a childhood friend who's stayed Stayed along the ride. Is he just uh, hearing about years. this too? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> if he's listening, uh, hopefully they'll say yes. Um, oh my God. And on on Nicole's side, it's going to be her sister and our nine year old Bella. Oh, hi. So she's going to be so sweet. like a pseudo daughter of the groom, bridesmaid type of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, yeah. So and the officiant, I'm really excited. We haven't even asked him yet, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything. But the officiant is one of my favorites. Um, it was going to be my grandfather, but, um, he, he's getting up there in age and I think that it would just be, it makes more sense to allow him to just enjoy and be there because the the person that we picked now is he's a, he's an officer and he's been through a lot with the, within the family and he's just, he's one of the best people I know. So it'd be great to have him. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, but, uh, so. Going back to to New York, you know, it it took us, we were there for five nights, and one of the reasons why I left a day early from our holiday vacation before, uh, you know, my last day was the Thursday before vacation, and uh, Saturday morning was going to be our time at the Back to the Future uh, uh, musical. Yeah, at the, on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I got the uh, the playbill oh here. Oh, my God! Um, I didn't get it signed. There was an opportunity after the show to, like, meet up with all of the uh, performers as they walked out of yeah. the of the uh, the playroom. And the, the guy who played Marty McFly 
was on a mission to get out of there. Like, I, I don't know if he had something else to do or just didn't want to deal with the swarms of fans. Yeah. Uh, but he, he had a security guy walk him across the street and he just started running and vanished in, in the crowd. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> um, but the guy who played Doc Brown in the, in the, he, he's been in a lot of stuff, uh, but I can't remember. Let me see. I'll look it up. But uh, I, I love that you have that. Like that's from yeah. actual Broadway. Yeah. The playbill. Ah, yeah, that's amazing. And uh, we had second row tickets. Woo! Um, and I've never been to a Broadway show, but we were on stage with the performers, basically. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could see the the spit. You could hear. <laughs> you know, you could see the sweat flying and everything. And oh my gosh. Um, and it was better than I could have imagined. Oh, like they I they love that. they've done such a great job technically techno- technically like technologically to incorporate visual elements to a stage show where they have like screens come down and they can create all sorts of effects to uh, give you the uh, illusion that they're like outside and it's raining or um, like before the show started there was like a countdown clock over the stage and um, when it all started it was like it was like watching back to the future live Um, and they didn't stay very close they stayed close to the whole premise of back to the future but like some of the details were different like if you're a fan of the the movie back to the future you you know that doc brown gets gunned down by some terrorists because you need plutonium in order to get the 1.21 gigawatts Spoiler to alert. travel through time <laughs> once you get up to 88 miles an hour so he got plutonium from these uh, uh they called them libyans in the movie back then i don't know if that's politically correct but they didn't they took all that part out and so doc brown and up getting uh his demise is met because he's been exposed to radiation poisoning Uh Um, so now marty goes back in time and he thinks that you know he's got to figure out a way to get to doc brown so that he can wear the proper suit spoiler alert so that he doesn't get uh uh, radiation poisoning so at the end like the music Everybody was saying that the music wasn't that good. The music was outstanding. Wow, I don't know if it was just because I was in New York and it was second second row and I was just having a good time yeah. and it was my first time seeing it, but I was digging it. It was it was all good. No, I would say it probably was because yeah. you are definitely you have the ear for music. Yeah, it, it was it was outstanding and the comedy in there was was great. Like the guy who played Doc Brown, Doc Brown was an excellent choice, and the guy who played Marty. Um, almost sounded exactly like Michael J. Fox wow. from that movie. So wow. it was it was really great. And at the end there is that uh that the climax of when they travel back in time and you know the clock tower and all that ah, stuff. Yes. Um and the big thing is the uh DeLorean because they actually had a DeLorean on stage. It would come oh. out and it would drive around and at the end they had the DeLorean rise up into the air and then fly over <gasps> the crowd. Oh my god. And then like do a whole uh, 360 and, and they're just they're, they're all wow. Doc Brown and Marty McFly are just harnessed in there and you can see them <laughs> hanging upside down and oh that's amazing it was so cool I got yeah. I snuck pictures because there were there was they were really strict about not taking photos I'm sure so I snuck my phone and I kind of pointed yeah. it up and just, kinda, just just rapid fire snaps yeah nice. so I, I actually have a pretty cool gif of uh, of the, the, the thing fl- uh, flipping around so, yeah. so it was, good. not a lot of like no shots of yourself no, no. So, yeah. no but it was such was a good, good show I, I'm I am shocked at how much fun I had oh, doing that I so I'm super grateful to Rob and uh, for allowing us to take advantage of of such a kind gift and allowing me to have the platform you to to uh, ask my 
lover to uh, marry me. Yeah. So Aww. it was such a great, great experience. Uh, I, I'm running out of time here in the top of the hour, so we got to play Master of Movies right now for a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Sacramento Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. We'll give you a hint in the play of famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. If none of you know the title... <laughs> Back to the future droplets everywhere. No winning. We need winner. 888-989-9011 for Master of Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. We got these emails in reaction to the previous segment where I was uh, discussing the engagement in New York City (laughs) to my now fiance, Nicole, and uh, also the Back to the Future musical that I I saw on Broadway, uh, thanks to Rob. And uh, we got this email from Danny. Hey, Danny. We also got to see Back to the Future, and it was so incredible. (laughs) I've been lucky enough to see a few on Broadway, and this one was by far the best as far as the stage effects go. Wow. I agree. I mean, that's I only have that one to go off of. Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was was great. And I love the music, especially Doc's Dreamers song. I wonder if they're going to ever release the soundtrack. Like, they do, like, you know, other, like... Uh, they, it seems like they do release soundtracks to musicals after a certain point. Yeah. Um, but that would be really cool because that song was good. Um, and they go on to say, we were pretty far back, so the DeLorean experience was cool, but not nearly the same. Yeah, oh. I was right under it. Like, it went right over my head. It was crazy. so cool. Yeah. And uh, But not nearly about Any chance you want to share that GIF with me? I'd love to see what it looked like from the second row. Yeah, maybe I'll send it over to yeah. you. You want your number? No, I'll just, I'll just post it. <laughs> I'll post it on my uh, my Instagram page that I rarely visit now because I'm going on a social media Ugh. cleanse. Yeah, that's the month we need, right? They do the dry month or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, yeah. A month you'll stay away from social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we also got this uh, from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Was the New York Italian steakhouse named Sparks? Went there a few years ago, and it was amazing. Um, no, it, so I got clarification. Uncle Chuck's is the Italian place that we went to. I love that and, name. I mean, the name. Like, you right? walk in, it's like a mom-pop type place, but super, super nice. Like I it was glamorous. But it was, like, glamorous to a level where you didn't feel like you were in a stuffy environment. You felt like you were at a family's house. Yeah. Super good. But oh, the, uh, I love that. The, so that was not the day that we got engaged. That was, like, a day or two prior to prior to that um the the steakhouse that we went to after we had gotten engaged was called the uh capital grill which was just like right down the block from where we were staying yeah um and they just so happened to have uh, open 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 seats because they were fully booked for uh for the holidays Damn. so uh they got us in but the empire grill is the steakhouse that i went to it's so good um <laughs> no let's do this let's play uh let's play master of movies all right movie master <laughs> Master movie master. The look on your face is the best. 
Yeah. That's why I'm laughing, not at you. Especially when I, I I get the I get the Italian restaurant's <laughs> name wrong again. Oh, okay. it's Uncle Jack's. Oh, Uncle Jack, Uncle oh. Chuck, Uncle Jack. I mean, they're both great. I mean, I don't want to get it wrong because if yeah. somebody is going to New York City, I want them to go to the right but, place. Like, where's Uncle Chuck? Uh, no, it's Uncle Jack. <laughs> Uncle Chuck's a cooler name, anyways. <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't exist. It's- so. <laughs> All right, uh, for Master Movies, we got a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries at the Memorial Auditorium on Friday, January 26th. Caller 18 is Andrew. Good morning. Good, good morning, Bad Radio. Good morning. morning. And William, you're caller 19. Hello. Hello. And caller 20 is Vincent. Hola. 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 Brandon's part Mexican. All right, we have a drama from 2011. You really want to know? You didn't like it last time we had this conversation. Okay, no, no, you're right. I don't. This uh, is a a drama from 2011, and Kyle says that I haven't seen the movie, but I am left wondering if the main character in this film has Cheeto dust on his fingers. (laughs) Sorry. No idea what that means. A drama from 2011. You really want to know? You didn't like it last time we had this conversation. Okay, no, no, you're right. I don't. Uh, Andrew, what's your guess? Limitless. Hmm. What did he say? Limitless. Oh, Great okay. movie. Yeah. Um, William, what do you think it is? Moneyball. Did that come out in 2011? Wow. Maybe sometime around then. Maybe. Uh, Vincent, what do you think it is? Uh, whoever picks these movies needs to get punched. Oh, oh okay. I've never seen that movie. Jeez. Oh man! Yeah, ching ching. Catch me outside. How about that? How about that? <laughs> oh man! The movie in question is uh, stars Jason Segel, Ed Helms, Susan Sarandon, Judy Greer, and Stephen Steve Zizis. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't the, know that one. The movie is called Jeff, who lives at home. Oh. Hello. Mom. Jeff. Hi. You know you're supposed to say hello when you pick up the phone. Yeah, I know. I thought that maybe you were somebody else, but you're not. What do you do in the basement? You're not cleaning it. You really want to know? You didn't like it last time we had this conversation. Okay, no, no, you're right. I don't. I don't. Did you get the wood glue? What are you talking about? Yeah. And what's the Cheeto story? So, yeah, the guy that? lives in his basement. So, you know, like the whole, like, uh, uh, stereotype of like you're a video game nerd and you live in your mom's basement you do nothing but eat Cheetos and drink oh, Mountain right, Dew right, right. Okay. so that's where I got the Cheeto dust thing because uh, in the you. movie this character played by Jason Seagal lives in the basement and is sent on this mission to get wood glue and he ends up uh, hanging out with his brother and going through a bunch of like different weird scenarios anyways it it looked like it was pretty good. I watched a bunch of clips. I want to watch the movie, but okay. yeah. I, um, I don't remember it at all. That doesn't mean anything because yeah. there's a lot of things I forget, but yeah, it could maybe, be good. Maybe it was one of those indie movies that yeah. just kind of flew yeah. under the radar. It flopped, and I liked the, oh, the lineup, okay. but in the box office, it did like $4 million bucks. I'm like, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it is sad. We'll have more chances for you to win uh, Jim Jeffries tickets tomorrow at 7, 8, and 9. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Yeah, really uh, optimistic Bob is this year. <laughs> uh, so uh, in the previous segment, I, I finally laid it all out and uh, talked about how I 
Got engaged over Yay! vacation in New York City at uh, in Central Park. Uh, very original. No, but- so, you know what I had, I had talked to your fiance about, it, and she said it was so like romantic, yeah. right? It was like a like one of like like from a movie. It was especially because like. The way the sun was set, just the all the scenery and everything was just like mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, she but loved it. We when we left, we we ended up stumbling onto the Grand Central, not the Grand Central, the the hotel from uh, Home Alone Two, where he stayed. And oh, Donald yes. Trump was in it. I can't oh, remember the name. I'm hello. so terrible to with the Grand Something Resort. Uh, uh, yes, we should know this. We've seen the movie, right? The all Grand Hotel. Anyway. Um, that place looked so posh. Like people, Ooh, people were, there was a ton of like limo, uh, SUVs out there. And I, yeah. I, I was, I was trying to peek and see who was back there. Yeah. It's the Plaza Hotel. The Plaza yeah. Hotel. The Plaza Hotel. Yeah. That was just so, so amazing. It I was. that's where the Hilton sisters grew up. No, they, they, that wouldn't make sense. They probably ate Because they own Hilton. Hilton stay. So they had to be a Hilton, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, maybe. Would they, would they grow up at the Plaza? Maybe. That'd be odd. Maybe but, maybe but, the Hiltons like, own the plaza. Ah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Got more things to Google. But it was it was it was very original for us, and we had a great time. And another thing that we did while we were there was uh, we went to see the Rockettes do yeah. their Christmas show, which was really a a thing to uh, do with Bella, our nine year old, because she's a dancer and Aww. she loves the theater and yes. stuff. And that was an incredible experience to be in Radio City Music Hall and see all the like the the, the technology has gotten so good on these stage shows. Like they had the the band because they had a live band for everything. There was a live band at the Back to the Future musical, wow. which was so cool to see because you're in. Oh. If I was in the second row, so I can look down, and I could see the director, the the you know oh. the composer. Yeah doing their thing and oh, they all amazing. have they all have like TVs on their on their music stands so they can see what's going on and they can like play along with what the, wow. the actors are doing because it's their all live accuracy man because it's, it's live you cannot mess up I know it's incredible oh, but yeah. that whole pit like there's a net so like if, if people get a little too rowdy and they like throw their cups or anything they can't fall down into the pit oh, that's good. but <laughs> Broadway it was like oh yeah it gets, it gets wild <laughs> but um, uh, underneath underneath the stage is where they were at and they're all like cramped in there like sardines yeah. but they're all performing their heart out same thing with the Rockefeller uh, rock uh, the Rockettes at uh, the Radio City Music Hall the 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 platform that the band was playing on ended up they were um, in front of the stage like watching the whole thing uh, and then they lowered down under the stage and the stage covered them up so they're performing while the stage was was literally wow. their their ceiling yeah. and then at the end they ended up coming up from the back like the, the whole stage Rotated, and so the band wow. came up in the back, and the Rockettes are kicking their legs and I doing mean, their thing. Such, that's just like classic. Man, you have to so see cool. the Rockettes. Yeah. So, like I, the one thing I did um, in my mind, I'm like, okay, because I wasn't on social media as much, and um, like I wanted to make sure I did that. But I was like, <gasps> they're in New York, mm-hmm. so I would check in every now and again because I'm like, I want to see what you'd post, like on store and your stories. And I love, I loved everything you posted. And I loved that with the Rockettes. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, that is amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah, it just. And then the accuracy, just everything. Yes. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I think They're, about like what they go through because they do like six shows a day, something five or six shows a day, and they rotate dance companies. So they like have the A team and the B team, right. and so yeah. they don't go back to back. They get at least one performance break. Yeah. Um, but I think about like what they have to go through, like you, the the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, oh. like how strict they are. Oh my god. And their perform, like like 
it seems like the Rockettes is like at a whole other level. It has to be. Where like they, they slap you around if you don't do it right. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it just seems like I'm not saying this is the case, but it seems like it would well, be so strict. Like you'd have to be really rigid in the instruction. And their legs have to stay exactly all, the size they are. All on time too. Period. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, and, and yes. They did this whole toy soldier routine where they, they, uh, they line up as they do as Rockettes. <laughs> yeah. And they like, the whole line spins around, but they're all like moving everything, and they're tap dancing too. Damn. So it's it's incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. if you ever go to New York, you have to go see it just once, just to experience it. Um, and we were also talking about the Back to the Future musical, which we saw on Broadway. And uh, somebody wrote in and said that the songs were amazing, which I agree. Before we went, it was like a, a up in the air. Oh, the music's not that good, but the, the performance is great, um, and I really liked it. And there's a there's a song on there. Doc's Dreamer, Jock's Dreamers song, which is really funny, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a slow, sad song, but it's, it's Doc Brown just being yeah, silly, right? Um, and I didn't know if there was a soundtrack out, but Jessica wrote in and says the Back to the Future soundtrack is available. Wow! I accidentally, I accidentally came across their website earlier this year. Uh, while searching for videos of Beetlejuice the musical, which I also came across by accident. It's available on YouTube Music, and it's also like it is on Spotify. I couldn't get over how well the Broadway cast sounded so similar to the original cast. So that's cool. Yeah, I, now that's you can, really cool. We can all relive the, uh, the Back to the Future soundtrack. <laughs> um, oh, we were talking about the engagement ring uh, that I had purchased, <gasps> and it got lost in the mail <clears throat> for a couple of days and it was just it was just a lapse in knowing where it was and That's like a trying long to get two it. days <laughs> yeah yeah I was it was a little press uh I, I was I was feeling a little uh pressured to get it back so yeah. uh Evan wrote in and says my wife cared a lot about a certain style of ring not not it's now that it's been eight years we are totally different people and she says she doesn't know why she cared so much <laughs> Because that's not even her style anymore. And she rocks a silicone ring most days anyways. Also, I proposed with a ring pop. And bonus, oh. she didn't She didn't like the flavor, so I also got to eat it. There you go. <laughs> and, it, and it was, again, seven years ago, so it was before this trend to do so now that there is a Taylor Swift song about it. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's great, though, with the, the blow pop. Yeah. The ring. Yeah, you know, so my um, uh, my uh, my close my close girlfriends that I still close to to this day, a few of them in the, that we grew up together, and I say grew up together because we're in our early 20s, and um, when they, some of them, their first round of marriages, they, it, God, the, the style with like a marquee diamond was so in. Mm -hmm. It was like, that's the thing. It's like what every girl got. This is like in the 90s, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like before y'all are born. <laughs> <laughs> every, and then, yeah, years and years go by and they're like, oh my God, I hate this ring. Like they don't like the style. They're like, this ring is ugly now. And yeah, that's like the thing to like think of, mm -hmm. right? Like, is this still going to be, uh, mine is very classic, traditional. It's like almost kind of, it, it's still my style. So it, it, that is something to think about. It's like, if you get a trend that's happening at the time, you, you like, are, do you really, really like this trend? Because trends come and go. Oh, yeah. So your tastes in that are going to come and go. Mm -hmm. But something classic, it's just, it's timeless. You're yeah. always going to like it. It's like you get uh, acid wash jeans and you go, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to keep these forever. Yeah. Um, we also got this uh, in the engagement realm. We got this from Mackenzie. Hey, Mackenzie. My brother-in-law, Nick, took my sister down to L.A. for uh, because she always wanted to be on The Price is Right. He planned to take her to the beach right after and propose. What he didn't expect was for her to get on stage and play. 
Whoa! He had told the people uh, sitting next to him the plan to propose, and the man asked if he had the ring with him, which Nick did. The guy hollered over to a worker, told him the situation, and next thing Nick knows, he's being pulled towards the stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, my gosh. Right after my sister spun the wheel and won the right to play for the grand prize, she turned around to see Nick on his knee proposing. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. That's so cool. Drew Carey had no idea what was happening. Oh. Of course. She accepted his proposal <laughs> while on TV, and she went on to win the entire show. What? Cool. Oh a new what? car. What a great story. A honeymoon and a bedroom set. <laughs> and more taxes. I mean, the only bummer is it was Drew Carey. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If it was Bob Barker, it would be way better. Yeah. Nick says he had no idea what he said when he proposed, yeah. so thank goodness it's on film forever. Fun fact, she's the only contestant to get proposed to and win the show. Wow. Wow, that's oh awesome! Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I was. It was going back to because this is the second time it's come up now. Where he's like, I can't remember what I said. Yeah. And when you propose, like obviously you probably had something planned, Brandon. I'm, I'm assuming. And do you, do you still have like what you have planned out in your head? And it didn't come out that way at all. It didn't come out at all the way that I had planned. I I, I was thinking about writing it out, but I felt like it was just it, I had the. I had the bullet points. I knew about what I wanted to say. I ran it through my head while we were walking through the park. But I, when I said it, it just fell out. Like, I just didn't know what I was saying. I was just nervous, you know? Yeah. Um, I, knew, I knew the outcome was going to be what it ended up being at the same time. But I just, I wish I was more eloquent and had better words. But it was perfect for the, the moment. You were asking me about the proposal thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, because he said that he forgot everything he said when he was on The Price is Right as well. I'm like, oh, is that just a thing? I, well, I think, I think the, it is. Yeah, the, the excitement that, that and the afterglow after the fact, it just takes over. It does. My, I, there's no, my husband doesn't remember what he said. I don't remember what he said. Yeah. Like, I don't know how common it is for, in my experience, with any of my friends, they don't remember what their husband said when they proposed. And and I I felt bad about that because I, I know it was amazing at the time. Yeah. Well and, and I know that a lot of thought goes into it. Right? <laughs> like, this poor guy put all this thought into saying the right thing and you just you forget. I no idea. Uh, we got this email to rad at radreader.com from Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Congratulations to you and your family, Brandon. I'm so happy for you and love hearing all about your vacation to New York. I pray for many continued blessings, health, and happiness this upcoming year. Yes. P.S. Yes. Funny, it's a bad radio day. I was sporting my bad radio sweatshirt this weekend. You, Ooh, of you course, do. can find this and other fabulous bad radio merch in the Stupid Store. Superstore. At radradio.com. Nice, nice plug there. <laughs> Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, <laughs> what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com during the next commercial break, uh, instead of the sights and sounds of the the of the, uh, the studios, including me crop dusting while everybody was out, uh, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort canine cam. Oh, the big little puppies. Kyle, what do we got coming up? So we're going to have Hogan, the shepherd, playing in the snow for the Aww. first time. Augie, the one-year-old, 90-pound giant, 
what is this? A schnauzer? Schnauzer. Schnauzer. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to play with his birthday present. Aww. And then there's the adventures of Lulu and Chaos, the French Bulldogs. If you... you have footage that you'd like to be included on, uh, I need this. <laughs> if you have footage Uh-oh. you want to post about your dogs on I, the canine cam. I know. I, I threw away my set list, so I, I need oh. to make sure I'm staying in time. So um, back to it. You've already called it a day. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm We're done. Here. See you later. Um, <laughs> if you have some footage that you'd like to be included on the canine cam on Rad TV, just send us uh, videos of your dogs, your cats, your uh, your bullwinkles, and whatever. Roadkill. Just, just make sure you record it horizontally, and you email those videos to rad at radradio.com. Uh, it's, uh, it's a big day of announcements, of uh, uh, engagements. Um, uh, my trip to New York City was was amazing, and I did get engaged to my uh, fiancé, Nicole. Which, fiance. which after the after the initial proposal, it was like, oh, fiancé. Yeah. Like texting yeah. back and forth. <laughs> fiancé, hard eyes. Um, it, it still kind of yeah. happens, but it was definitely like... <clears throat> ratcheted up to the oh yeah to the max <laughs> and i love it. it it was it was it was great my husband and i to this day um we will we started joking after we got married every time i'd be like okay yeah i do <gasps> you said i do right <laughs> But we still will do that. That's to good. This day. That's good to it's know. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Couples be couples, man. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about proposals and how basic. If you if you had of a script or something that you want to say, it doesn't matter in the end because no. for most people, including myself, you just don't remember what you say. You just vomit something out and hopefully it sounds good. Yeah, I think givers and receivers neither remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Kimberly wrote in and says, I remember everything my husband said when he proposed. Whoa. It was, Whoa. wait for it, showing me the ring. Will you? Oh, okay. That was it. <laughs> Lame. That's Nothing per- else. No, that's perfect. Wow. Really? What a great story, huh? No, it is, because you wouldn't have remembered. Yeah. If he would have had this whole thing, you would not remember. Yeah, I mean, it at would, all. It would be worse if he was like sitting on the toilet and, you know, he, hey, babe, can you come in here? Okay, so oh, will you? So I guess it oh, doesn't man. matter exactly what you say during the proposal. No one's going to remember either way. What it, and we we've touched on it a little bit as well. The the location is that key to everything. I think the the key to the location and what you say really boils down to you and your person. Like where you go. Like put all those stereotype things away because it's there. There might be something that would be on the don't do list because everybody else does it. Uh, but it means something to you. So I, I would pick someplace special, someplace that you would remember, but also someplace that, that you can, um, that, that just means a lot to you both. Yeah. You know? That's really living, all that matters. It could be your living room. Absolutely. Who, who knows? Right? But, so I'm going to say, going back to the proposals, I think this is the sucky thing. I think if you do like the, form, the emailer, girl who just emailed, if you end up doing, well, they're not going to remember anyway, so I'll just be like, will you? They remember that. Exactly. Right? Like we, we don't remember all the lovely things, mm-hmm. but I think they'll remember if you didn't say anything lovely. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of locations, uh, Laura wrote in and says, my hubby proposed while we were snuggling in bed watching the original South Park movie. He pulled out the <laughs> ring and said, so we going to do this? Okay. It's so true. What is said doesn't matter if it's your person. Yes. We just celebrated our 19th anniversary Yay! yesterday. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. 
Uh, and and the ring doesn't really matter either. There's uh, there we've heard stories of people giving ring pops or cheap yeah. you know five dollar rings from Walmart. It, you know it could be a placeholder for something bigger I mean, down the road. I guess know your girl. Yeah, for sure. Right, like <sighs> if it's a girl that's like materialistic, I, and I'm not right. We're not even saying that judgy. Right, but if it right. is a girl that absolutely the material things matter and that's who she is, she will care about the ring. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got this one from Jameson. He says, I got my wife a $2 ring to get married with and 11 years later, we still wear cheap rubber silicone yeah, bands. Yeah. I wear a 99 cent water heater rubber gasket as my ring and it's lasted over five years of abuse. <laughs> wow. There you go. I love that. Yeah, I go through like stages where I just want to wear the band, the wedding band. I sometimes don't even feel comfortable wearing the diamond because it's just it, it. It was me way back when, and it wasn't even really me. That I went through a weird phase in my early 30s where I was like super materialistic, mm-hmm. and it wasn't who I am ever. But it just was for the short time. Yeah, it was a phase. I think it was a coping mechanism because it was pre-therapy. You know uh, what I mean? Okay, <laughs> I had done some, but not all, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you do. We all have our vice. <laughs> I think that was mine, material mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> you know, and so, so now I'm like. Oh, I can wear the diamond today, but there's so many times I just wear the band. Yeah, like, yeah that feels more comfortable. The band, and uh, it's the, you know, a lot of people have things already pre-planned or picked out. Like uh, Jenny, she says, if I ever get married, I already have my ring. It was my great grandmother's ring from the 1920s. Yeah. I will just have to get it resized. I love that. That's, that is no, cool. That yeah. is so beautiful. And hopefully, your person, when whenever you meet them, and it does get to that point, will be understanding of that. I know I yes. would be like, well, absolutely. Yeah. Let's let's do it means something to you exactly. plus i'm going to be saving money for not having to buy a ring exactly. and then you just give it to them for yeah. when they're going to propose yeah it's great yeah um uh, i got another proposal story here from logan hey logan my brother had this great idea to take his girlfriend up to tahoe last year and propose to her in the snow and in tahoe first off they almost didn't make it up there because of a blizzard like condition <laughs> then everything was pretty much closed because of the snow and the power was out most Aww. places. That's so perfect, needless, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so needless to say, it didn't go as planned. He ended up proposing to her at the Moon Rocks, one of their favorite places. What's okay. the what's Moon Rocks? I don't know, but that's, it's one of their favorite places, so that, that's good. I thought it was a weed nug that was rolled in like <laughs> the keep and the wax and he got you extra high. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year. So, good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. I must be becoming a dad because I'm getting up there in age, and now I have a a full-blown stepdaughter, Yeah. and now I like Steely Dan, (laughs) and I can't get enough of Billy Joel right now. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm totally traversing in dad rock territory. And I don't care. Oh, I love it. That's great. Good, uh, good. So we have uh, some quick hits here for the end of the show. It's been a bad radio day because Rob's been uh, sick most of the vacation, as far as I could tell. Yeah. Um, oh. He and his wife, Christina, have been uh, tossing back and forth this RSV thing, and it's gotten pretty serious. So they're just taking their time to uh, nurture and, and take care of themselves. So hopefully we'll have uh, Rob back tomorrow. But if not, it will be another bad radio day. Um, we've been talking about proposals and, and my engagement in New York City and New York city in general um and how proposals just don't really matter you know like they do matter but like what you say isn't 
as important as the moment and hopefully yeah. they say yes so right <laughs> all of that stuff um but uh, we got this email to rad at radradio.com from barbara hey barbara. barbara my husband thought he was going to go into the military my parents asked if we were going to get married i said we don't have to we worked together at a dealership i was a receptionist he was the detailer i walk a week later he calls me and says i think we should <laughs> i said i think we should what he says, get married. <laughs> My answer was, um, okay. We were 20 and broke and been dating five years. Wow. He didn't join the military. He never bought me or us rings. <laughs> 20 years later, we are still married. Yeah. That's all that matters. Oh, yes. It's, oh it's your gosh. thing. Absolutely. Um, let me see. What's about There's this one. There's a, see, I said this was going to be quick hits. Quick hits, people. There we go. Uh, Allison uh, wrote in and said, hey, Kyle. Hi. You, you seem very interested in all this proposal mm, stuff. He sure does. Oh, do I? Is, oh. is there another Rad Radio engagement coming? <gasps> Nothing announced. I don't know. Maybe you'll just have to stay tuned and find out. It's got to be, be a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You There's something go, in the water. Yeah, you can't say on the air. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be happening on this day. You know, right, yes. yeah. This place. Don't tell her anyone. No, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Sweep her off her feet. God damn it. Wait, does she want to marry you, do you know? <laughs> yeah, I think she does. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> Get on one knee and it's, um, you know, um. It's a 50 50 no. shot. Yeah. No, really and is. I didn't mean it like who'd want to marry Kyle because Kyle's amazing. It's like sometimes people don't talk about it, right? It's, it's they go to propose and the person's like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> when the time's right, it'll happen. Uh, it could happen like this. Uh, Brianna wrote in and said, My husband told me at the get-go that his anxiety would never let him propose. The concept just freaked him out. He always said he'd marry me any minute, but a proposal would never happen. One night we were watching TV, and he said, Babe, what do you want for Christmas? I said, I think it's time for a ring. He said, I completely agree. Let's go pick it out tomorrow. That was our engagement, but I loved it. His head was in my lap, and I was playing with his hair, and it was just simple and comfortable for him. A lot of for hims in that in that email. <laughs> uh, were, you, were you like, was he nursing on you too? Like that just sounds a little creepy. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I mean, the room, I was, was feeling it in the room. No, no, it might have just been how you wrote it. Got Maybe. milk? Yeah. It's, he, it sounded very like, is is he? He doesn't sound is, like a man. Is he a grown right? up? Like I can't propose. What you can't propose. You know how many hor more hard things in life. Yeah. But I like I don't want to judge too much because I, I can't speak in front of people. Yeah. Maybe it's one I of mean, those. I mean, this isn't speaking in front of people. Yeah. I'm looking at you right now. Right. Right. If I turn around, I can see Kyle. Yeah. Right. It's like we're not out in front of tons of people. Mm -hmm. Right. They're, so you know, every, I guess everyone has their stage fright. Uh, it, it worked out. It worked out for them. It worked. It, it, they have their own. <laughs> kinks and they're into whatever they're into that, that's cool uh we have uh, this final email from about new york city where i want to live someday i, I really really want to go back there and just stay um but uh james wrote in and said i'm so happy for you and your fiance brandon thank you what a great city to pro propose to your lovely lady yeah. i am sitting here reminiscing about my visits to new york city i had just arrived at submarine school in connecticut and I was giving three days liberty and immediately jumped a train to the city with no plan, no hotel, and no change of clothes. Whoa. I spent three days wandering the city in my full blue dress blues. Oh, thank you for your service. Looking like a true crackerjack sailor. <laughs> the city was incredibly friendly to me, and everywhere Aww. I went, I was treated like a celebrity. Yay, good. 
good. They brought me to the head of each line I got into, the Empire State Building, the Met, Statue of Liter- oh, Liberty. I love that. You name it. I got lost at 3 a.m. and thought for sure oh. I'd get robbed or worse. <laughs> Instead, two guys shouted from across the street and said, Hey, Sailor, you lost? <laughs> I said yes, and rather than rolling me, the wa- they, they walked me all the way back to the subway, wow. gave me instructions, and shook my hand. Oh, Good. my gosh. So, I love this. Such an amazing place. I'm so glad you had a great time and are now engaged to a wonderful woman. Aww, Thank you so much, yes. James. Uh, I've got a ton of other proposal stories, which we'll carry over to tomorrow, um, and I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, we'll get plenty more as the day goes on and people listen to the show later on. Uh, so we'll get to the question of the day, which is posted during commercial breaks on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, uh, which we uh, solicit for answers throughout the show and then we finally do give the answers here the show grand recap uh this uh, the question today was what were the what was the most embarrassing moment in grade school oh and why uh (laughs) so we got this from no name hey no name i had just moved from nebraska to oregon and it was my first day of middle school during the middle of class a tornado siren went off and i ducked and covered under my desk as i was taught for my whole life (laughs) I noticed the room was silent and looked around to see everyone staring at me while sitting at their desks. I had to get in front of the class and explain myself and learned that the mill behind the school used this kind of bell to sound their lunch. It took me a long time to ignore that siren, but never duck and covered again. (laughs) Poor thing. That would be horrifying in elementary school. Uh, We got this from Kelly. Hi, Kelly. My most embarrassing... Jeez. My most embarrassing moment was in sixth grade in September. I was sitting at a picnic table eating a popsicle because it was popsicle day on a Friday. Some of my male classmates came up behind me and tried to snap my bra strap. I was not wearing a bra because my mom never took me to get a bra yet. They all started laughing out loud and said, she's not wearing a bra. Oh, God, boys. Trust and believe by that next Monday I was wearing a bra. God, the little petty little things. Yeah. I mean, they have nothing better to to laugh about. Yeah, I, I didn't have that guidance either. And, uh, you know, to, to get a bra or to even wear like um, there was this little sheer shirt and I didn't even realize it was sheer. I just there was a certain shirt that I just really, really liked. And we got a lot of like, you know, we'd get stuff from Goodwill or whatever. Right. And I just really liked this. And I wore it to school and I'm in the fourth grade and I started developing very early. And I already had, you know, boobies mm-hmm. and everyone is just staring at me and laughing. You could see right through it. Like, I didn't have the guidance to be like, you know, put her shirt underneath it. And like, you know, there wasn't much attention paid to Mm. like when I went to school. That was horrifying. Kids are ruthless. They are, yeah. Um, We got one time for one more. This is uh, from Meg. Hey, Meg. Shut up, baby. The most embarrassing elementary school moment for me was in the fifth grade. Another girl liked my boyfriend and decided to prank me in hopes he would dump me after. (gasps) She pulled my skirt over my head and shoved me down on my face, ass in the air, and ruffled no. underwear free for all to see on the playground. No! I was mortified. Yeah, of course! It also earned me the nickname Undies Maggie oh. for a few months. I did get my revenge, though. My boyfriend didn't see, and I kicked the crap out of her after, the, after school the next day. Her black eye made the taunting a oh. little more bearable. Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hey, uh, happy uh, New Year. We're back, and uh, we'll be back with a bad show or a rad show tomorrow. We'll, uh, it'll be a surprise. Yeah. Have a great day. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long.
Bang. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, uh, shalom. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. Shalom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. Shalom, stink town. Don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody, and Dawn Show.